The Tigers Radio Network broadcasts, both live and archived, are the exclusive property of the Tigers Radio Network Incorporated and are produced for the private use of our listening audience. No rebroadcast, in full or in part, is permitted without the express written consent of the Tigers Radio Network Incorporated. He meets the ball at the 40-yard line and is a low line drive coming down to Graziano at the 15, across the 20, across the 25, has a seam up the middle, 35, 30, 45, 40, gets by Puckett's in midfield, 45, 40, 35, cuts to the outside, 30, 25, 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown, Phil Graziano. Johnson in the center, he's back to pass, he fakes to the right, he goes there, he's got the 20, he's at the 10, the 5, touchdown, Andy Aguardi. Andy Fiore under center. It's a fumble. It's on the turf. Picked up by Moat. Across the 40. 35, 30, 25, 20. Nobody behind him. 15, 10, 5. He's in for the touchdown. Hand off underneath by Rodinger to Pam. He goes far side of the field. Finds a big hole. Breaks past one man. He's across the 40. 35, 30, 20, 15, 10. No one's going to catch him. Touchdown, Joey Pham. Durham's going to look to pass. He's under pressure. It's a screen pass. Intercepted. Craig Hamilton across the 30. 20, 15, 10, 5. Touchdown, Craig Hamilton and Mark Bluetown. It's a handoff to Hop. They go off the edge again. He's trying to use his speed. He tries to cut back at the 5. Down to the 1. No signal yet. He's across the goal line. Touchdown, Hop. There's the signal. Out of the eye. It's a handoff to Sapness. He runs behind his blocker. Good patience across the 30. Across the 40. Across the 50. One man to beat. Across the 35. On his feet. Nearly tripped up. There he goes. Adrian Sapness. Touchdown. It is a high kick. Carmen Cristiano will pick it up to 50. He gets a running start. He's going to bounce off one tackler. He's going to make a move. He's down the sidelines. He is going to find his way into the end zone. He's going to go to Weathers. He's going to cut it back. He's got a running lane. He's got a one-man miss. He's still on his feet. He's at the 30. 40, 45, 50. He's in the Strathaven territory. Stiff arms the Strathaven Panther. Back pedals. Stays on his feet. That's going to be a 94-yard run. Darkness has descended on Harry Harvey Stadium in more ways than one as we are Friday night under the lights for Marple Newtown Tigers football. This is the Tigers Radio Network, and you're listening to exclusive coverage of the Marple Newtown Tigers on MarpleNewtownFootball.com. Calling tonight's game from high atop the 50-yard line, here is Eric DePantima, Steve Reynolds, Dave DePasqua, Jim Alsman, Greg Pecco, and Larry O'Connor. Kevin Morgan, along with Kevin Sawyer, in kickoff return position for Florida High. Here comes Riley Fillman. And the 2017 season is underway. Javen Morgan from about the 12. Looks like he's wrapped up by Luke Cantwell. Great job there by the Tigers kickoff team. Looked like Jack Fallows came in. Made an initial, initial stop there. Yeah, and then Luke Cantwell wraps up. There are two seniors there on the stop. The Marlboro Newtown defense comes up. 
out here first to start off the 2017 Tiger campaign. The ball is at the 27-yard line of the Seminoles. First down and 10. We'll get a little taste of Florida High's offense, Marble Newtown's defense. Once again, welcome to this live stream. I'm Jim Allsman alongside Steve Reynolds of the Tigers Radio Network. First down and 10 for Florida High. Bryson Hill under center. He's in the shotgun. Will Hagler is the runner for the Seminoles. Steve. Great job there by the Tigers. I mean, this is a great edge defense. Luke Campbell has a great job fighting across and containing one of their best players on that team. That's number nine, Will Hagler, as you, as you said, Jim. And Ryan, uh, sorry, Tobin comes in and cleans up the play. But that's the way the Tigers play. It's the way Harry Gickens' off defense has always played. Contain, force it in, and let the other guys clean it up. Great job there on first down by the Tigers. No D. gain. Ball on the 27. Second down and 10. Bryson Hill in the shotgun. He calls for the ball. Penalty marker is down. There's movement. Looks like that's going to be on Marple Newtown's side. Yeah. All right, they're going to call false start. False start's actually called against the offense. So, looked like he made back it, up five yeah, yards. He might have flinched a little bit there, but it looked like Fotis, the junior, jumped there, but he saw movement, so he jumped. That's exactly what you're told as the defensive lineman. Once you see them move, you're going to move as well. Great contact with draw flags. A great start here for the Tigers. Ball on the 22, second down, and 15. Hagler... Correction, Bryson Hill goes under center. Bryson Hill passes to Kevin Sawyer. He's finally brought out of bounds by Aaron Diamond. Not before a big pickup there. A little spot pass outside. They like that. They showed a lot of that on film last week in their first game, or their scrimmage uh, that opened up the season. They think those spot passes. Get your playmakers in the open field exactly what Florida High did right there. They're set back second and 15. They go to one of their big-time plays, big-time playmakers, and pick up much-needed yardage here. 26-yard gain from Bryson Hill to Kevin Sawyer. Brings up first and 10 for the Seminoles. Ball spotted at the Florida High, 48. Back in shotgun position for the quarterback. That's going to be a handoff. And then a reverse to number three, Amari Harvey, is the ball carrier. Aaron Diamond does a great job there. Safety position to come and make a play there. But that, that's a dangerous play. It's a reverse. So Bryson Hill to Kevin Sawyer to Amari Harvey, Steve. Yeah, and he looked like Harvey had the outside, but Aaron Diamond closed in fast there. Made a nice play. Tony created a couple yards about three-yard gain there on first down. Gain of three. Ball in Marple Newtown territory. Second down and seven for the Seminoles. Bryson Hill goes under center. Kevin Sawyer in the backfield. Two receivers near, one far. Bryson Hill passes complete to Javen Morgan. Steve. This time the Tigers are ready for that. A quick pass outside. Tigers aren't full. Two cornerbacks right there to make the stop for a short game. Big third down here. Four down territory, though, for Florida High. 
Ball is spotted at the Marple Newtown 45-yard line. Gain of four. Third and four for the Seminoles at the Marple Newtown 45. Bryson Hill will go under center. He's got number 35 in the backfield. Bryson Hill's pass intended for Logan Brooks goes in, falls incomplete. Marlon Weathers defending for the Tigers. Sounds a little bit over his target's head there, but fourth down to four. It looks like Florida High is going to stay on the field there. And again, you're in no man's land. No need to punt it away. They're going to they're going to go for this. See what they can pick up here on fourth down, Jim. Right. So number 35 was Kyle Prater. My mistake on that, folks. He comes off the field. Bryson Hill, the quarterback, he's going to be in the shotgun. Two receivers near. One far for the Seminoles. Kevin Sawyer carries for Florida State. He's hit first by Marlon Weathers. Yeah, Marlon made contact initially. Looked like they were going to stop him short, but that extra effort by Florida High gives him the first down. There's a good effort on fourth down and four. Up front. Gain of four, first and ten for the Seminoles at the Marple Newtown 41. Clock is at 842, 841, 840 in the first. Bryson Hill in the shotgun. Amari Harvey to his left in the backfield. One receiver near. Too far for the Seminoles offense. Bryson Hill. Stepping, looking. Pass is intended for Javen Morgan. Falls incomplete. Incomplete pass there. Aaron Diamond in on coverage. But Bryson Hill tries to find a soft spot in the coverage. Just sounds a little bit over the receiver's head. Could have had it right through his hands, but it's going to bring up second down and 10. And you'll see a lot thrown at you from this Florida high offense. Eye formation, shotgun, deuce backfield. They'll throw a lot at you, so they're going to keep the Tigers' defense on their toes. Bryson Hill under center. Kevin Sawyer in the backfield. Hands off immediately to Sawyer, and he's immediately met by a gang of Marple Newtown Tigers, Steve. Yeah, Tigers are there, but you got to give credit to Sawyer. I mean, you like to see when your running backs finish the play forward, and he pumped those legs and churned them, and he turned no gain into about four or five yard gain there. Gain of four, second down and six at the Marple Newtown 37 yard line. Third and six at the Marple Newtown 37. 754, 744, 743, 742. The clock is ticking. Bryson Hill on the shotgun. Bryson Hill drops back. He's looking. He's looking. He finds Javen Morgan. Just about on the far side of the football field. He's down. Morgan, nice catch. Went down for the catch and completed it. Nice delivery there. Game of 13 on that pass and catch. Bryce Hill doing a good job. Stepping back, having plenty of time. The Florida High offensive line is doing a great job giving him protection on some of these passing plays. And Florida High is moving very methodically down the field. Bryson Hill's going to go under center. Kevin Prater in the backfield 
for the Seminoles. Fakes the handoff. Tackled immediately. The Seminoles ball carrier. Number 34, Emery Laird. Steve. That's the Tobin brothers. Tommy and Kyle meet in the backfield to take down the Florida high ball carrier. Nothing doing there. They faked the dive, a little end around. And Marple Newtown's defense was not fooled. So that ball is spotted on the 27-yard line. Brings up second down. It looks like it's about second down and 13, according to our scoreboard here. Ball at the Marple Newtown 26, 635, 634, 633. Clock ticks in the first quarter. Bryson Hill under center. Delay of game is going to be called by the umpire. You don't see that much in the high school game, but they're, they're going to keep tabs on that. They're going to move them back five yards. So they're in a big hole here, second and 18, Jim. And Bryson Miller, I mean, he directs his offense. He'll get the play call from his head coach, Jared Hickman. But, I mean, if he sees something at the line of scrimmage. Okay, so, Steve, this is a timeout for water, and this is a time for you and I to pay some bills. Ladies and gentlemen, Zenith Public Adjusters, if you feel you may have property damage to your home or business, call Zenith Zenith Public Adjusters and let them review your coverage and consult on the full extent of your damages. All consultations are at no cost. Whenever disaster strikes, call morning, noon, or night at 610-359-8454. Zenith Zenith Public Adjusters, 610-359-8454. Come explore the possibilities at Anthony's at Paxson. Whether planning a wedding or grabbing a bite to eat, Anthony's at Paxson has got you covered. The remodeled restaurant patio deck allows customers to enjoy the beautiful views of Paxson Isle Country Club. Anthony's at Paxson family-friendly environment has something for everyone. Their menu includes a variety of tasty appetizers, pizzas, cuisines, and entrees. And on Friday night starting at 9 p.m., join DJ Jerry for music, drinks, and dancing. Call 610-353. 2020 extension 3 or visit them www.anthonysatpaxson.com Ball at the 31 second down and 18 for the Seminoles Bryson Hill is out there in the backfield along with Kevin Kyle Prater Bryson Hill passes complete over the middle to Will Hagler Nice pick up there on third down and long third and 18 to be exact and Miller steps back, finds a soft spot in the zone, delivers it to his receiver. Tigers meet immediately, but they now make it a more manageable third down. Excuse me, it was second and 18. That's a more manageable third down here, third and seven. Gain of 11 on that pass and catch. Third and seven. Ball at the 21 of Marple Newtown. Bryson Hill is in the shotgun position. He fires immediately to Kevin Sawyer. Pushed out of bounds by Marlon Weathers. It's a little bubble screen outside. Picks up the first down. Again, getting your playmakers in open field. This is a fast team, Florida High. Marlboro Newtown has the athletes to keep up with them, but when you get playmakers in the open field, it's one-on-one, and the Florida High Seminoles do a great job there, picking up a first down. So... I believe it's been first down and 10. They can still get another first down. Ball's at the 11-yard line. Gain of 10 on that pass and catch ball at the 11. 5.32 on the clock in the first. The clock is stopped. The ball went out of bounds. Bryson Hill under center. He hands it off immediately to Kyle Prater. Great job by the Tigers. They string that one out. 
Gain of about three. That ball's going to be at the eight-yard line. And again, we're seeing a variety from this Florida high offense. Yeah, as I said, they're in the I formation and shotgun, deuce backfield set. Um, they'll throw a lot at you. This time they go to their fullback on that last play there, Kyle Prater, for a short gain. So second down and seven. Second down and seven ball at the Marple Newtown eight. 524 on the, fir- on the clock in the first quarter. Bryson Hill under center. Fumble ball is fumbled, recovered by Marple Newtown. Steve, there was a problem on the exchange between Bryson Hill and Kevin Sawyer. Great job. Tigers defense hung in there. I mean, this was a methodical drive down the field. It would have took a lot out of this team for them to. That was about a, almost a 15 play drive there. Kevin Honnold recovery at 5:20 in the first. Steve, wow, that is huge for the Tigers. By all accounts, Marple Newtown was correction. The Seminoles were going to go right into the end zone the way they were driving. Yeah, as I said, it looked like it was closing on a 15-play drive there, and just a bad exchange. Unfortunate for Florida High. They're going to have to rebound here, as I'm sure Jared Hickman is letting them know that. But Anthony Paoletti takes over here for the Tigers. First look of the Tigers' offense of 2017, Jim. Number three, as he's known in my house, as the show. Here he is, Anthony Paoletti. He drops back. Ball is fumbled. Recovered by Marple Newtown. The snap was botched. Paoletti fumbles, recovered by Marlon Weathers, Steve. Yeah, so uh, the snap was fine. It was just he he lost. He looked like he was going to tuck. A guy came off the left side of the line. And good job by Paoletti to dip his shoulder. But it looked like the ball just slipped out of his hand. So some ball trouble for both teams early. But fortunately, Mark Blutown gained some yards there on the mishap. Gained a two. Second down and eight. Paoletti in the shotgun. Weathers stands to his right. One receiver near, three far. Paoletti's looking, looking. Paoletti takes off. He will keep, steps out of bounds at the 21-yard line. So we like to call him Paoletti the freight train. And this time it's smart. I mean, if he wants to, he'll run you over. But smart, keep preserving his body, runs out of bounds, picks up a first down for the Tigers. Pocket collapses, and uh, he does a great job improvising there. First down, Tigers. That was a gain of 11 to the Marple Newtown 21, first and 10. 4.31 on the clock in the first. Clock is stopped as Paoletti stepped out of bounds. Paoletti in the shotgun. Marlon Weathers is just behind him. He gets the snap. Hands off to Weathers. Weathers up the middle for Marple Newtown. Looks like he's hit first by the Seminoles, number 57, Brendan Mills. Marlon Weathers takes the carry. Marlon coming off 1,100-yard Rushing campaign last year, 16 touchdowns, 6 yards a carry. Little zone read inside for Marlin. Just what you want on first down, about 3 to 4 yards. So great job there up front by the offensive line. So a gain of 4 to the Marple Newtown 25. Second down and 6. 357, 356, 355. Paoletti in, in the shotgun. Marlon Weathers is out there. Behind him, he goes in motion. Paoletti passes to Marlon Weathers. He is hit immediately by Javen Morgan. Some missed assignment right there by Marple Newtown outside. Try to get their one of their best playmakers, Marlon Weathers, out there in the open field, right on a little swing pass. And, you know, missed assignment. He's met immediately in the backfield. Could have been worse. Fortunately, Tigers... Tremendous job for Morgan to stay with it, not miss, and really lay the lick on. Sure, sure. Fortunately for the Tigers, I mean, third down 11. It could have been a lot worse, as I said. I mean, he was met immediately there. 
See what the Tigers come out here on third and long. Ball's at the 20, so that's a loss of five. Third and 11. Pegaletti is in the backfield. We have a timeout on the field. Timeout on the field with 3.04 in the first. Steve, we're going to pay some more bills. Ladies and gentlemen, your hometown law firm located across from the Broomall Post Office is Farber and Farber Law Offices. Shell Farber is a Marble Newtown class of 74 graduate and knows the importance of service to his clients. He can help you navigate your personal injury, work injury, disability, or employment, or any legal issues. He gets results, and he helps you understand the process. Give him a call, no charge, 610-356-3900, 610-356-3900. For the past 30 years, Gillen and Associates have been providing clients with a wide range of legal services. Newtown Square resident Dave DePasqua is at your service. With concentrations in estate administration, estate planning, and civil litigation, he is ready to serve your legal needs. Located in media, Gillen and Associates assist in Delaware County and other surrounding counties in the Philadelphia metropolitan area. To schedule a free consultation, call 610-565-2211. That's 610-565-2211. Back to live action, 304 in the first, ladies and gentlemen. Field 18 of the Wide World of Sports Complex. I'm Jim Allsman alongside Steve Reynolds. If you're just joining us, no score on the board. We're knotted at zero. Third and 11, ball at the Marple Newtown, 20. The offense comes back out. Paoletti, empty backfield. Five wide receivers, three near, too far. Paoletti gets the snap. It's a jailbreak. And he's he's met immediately in the backfield by number seven, D.J. Robinson. Odd sequence of events there. Uh, The ball was snapped. Looked like no one moved there. Not sure if it was a mishap or um, it it was on the wrong count maybe. And just... You know, unfortunate, but Tigers are going to have to punt this one away. Riley Philman, excellent punter for the Tigers, comes out here, try to swap field position. Ball to 17, fourth down and 14. Riley Philman in to punt for Marple Newtown. Punt is up. In kickoff return position for the Seminoles, catching it is number four, Kevin Sawyer. He gets it from about the 28. He's tackled. Hit first by Kyle T- Tobin, but it looks like Philman actually makes the tackle, Steve. Un- unbelievable. Great punt there by Riley Philman. Spiral, nice hang time there, but nice return by Florida High. Tigers with one missed tackle eventually bring down the ball carrier. So ball right at the 50. Great starting field position for Florida High. What a tremendous atmosphere here. Again, the Just heat. The, Jim, it, it, we're up here. It's hot for us, but you got to imagine the players. I mean, they've been hydrating all week. I mean, absolutely. it's a different kind of heat down here. So this Tiger defense on the field for a while, right back out on here again. Let's see how they withstand. Seminoles at the 50. That's where they're going to start this drive. Midfield, Bryson Hill comes back out as the Seminoles quarterback. He's doing a terrific job. He gets the snap. Passes the ball to Christian Candidate. He's forced out of bounds by Marble Newtown's number seven, Aaron Diamond. Gain of another, five. Another spot pass out there. They like that. Like those bubble screen spot passes. Again, getting their playmakers out in the open field. Christian Candidate this time takes it. Nice gain there on first down before Aaron Diamond brings him out on the field. Gain of six after the spot. 
at the Marple Newtown 44-yard line. First quarter, 143-142-144 as the clock continues to tick. Bryson Hill is in the shotgun. Kyle Prater in the backfield. Prater takes the handoff, and he's hit, met first, by Kevin Hahn. There you go, inside zone right there. For Florida High, Marple Newtown's run defense doing a great job here in the first quarter. Looks like a gain of one, Steve. Yeah, bring up third down and sure, third and three to be exact, Jim. Again, this is a time where, you know, Florida High can try to throw something deep. Again, four down territory on third and sure. We'll see what they come out with. They break the huddle. Number 15, Bryson Hill, is in the shotgun. He's flanked by Prater and Sawyer. Timeout is going to be called by Jared Hickman. It's going to be a Florida High timeout, not a water timeout. So, Steve, I believe you have the next read. Suffering from back or neck pain, injury or headache? Advanced Chiropractic Center and Dr. Tom Graziano have been serving Marple Newtown and Delaware County residents for over 15 years. Dr. Tom Graziano enjoys helping his patients without drugs or surgery. He takes a gentle approach, utilizes current techniques, and has several massage therapists on staff. Advanced Chiropractic Center accepts all kinds of insurances, including most HMOs, as well as accident cases. Is it, the, it is the mission of Advanced Chiropractic Center to take their time with all their patients and give them the care they deserve. Do you have a question? Just mention that you heard about Dr. Tom Graziano from the Tigers Radio Network or Marple Newtown Football for a free consultation by calling 610-356-2300 or visit Dr. Tom or visit drtomgraziano.com. Thank you, Steve. I appreciate that. First quarter, back to live action. 48 seconds remaining in the first quarter of play here. Field 18, Wide World of Sports. Jim Osman, Steve Reynolds, Tigers Radio Network, Stream Sports. Bryson Hill is in the shotgun for the Seminoles. He hands fakes a handoff to Prater. It goes to Kevin Sawyer for little gain. Met immediately by Luke Cantwell. They go back to that shotgun formation, douche backfield look. They go run a little counter, fake it to their one back, hand it off to the other back. But nothing doing for them. Great job by the Tigers. And you hear Coach Hickman yelling, punt, punt, punt. But we'll see if they go ahead, go nope. through with it. You always got to watch for a fake, uh, Jim. No gain. 20 seconds, clock's ticking. Number 21 is in to punt Sam Cost for the Seminoles. They're at the 43. Fourth and three. Seminoles into punt. A nice boot. That's going to go out of bounds. We'll see where the they lock that in. Looks like that's going to be at the 15. So not bad for Cost and the Seminoles. End of the first quarter, ladies and gentlemen. No score here at the end of the first quarter. First quarter expires as uh, that punt goes up. We're going to start the next drive from the Marple Newtown 15. Ladies and gentlemen, don't forget the Rothman Institute is the official orthopedic partner of the Phillies, the Eagles, Flyers, Sixers, Villanova, and St. Joseph's Universities. For more information about Rothman or to schedule an appointment, visit rothmaninstitute.com. 
Only the Philly Pretzel Factory can make the Philadelphia pretzel because they have authentic, genuine quality of a Philly pretzel. They're always hot, always fresh, and always a great deal. When I go to the Philly Pretzel Factory, I know I'm eating the original Philly soft pretzel. Bring them to a sporting event, a work party, or a qu- for a quick snack, and you can be sure that the Philly Pretzel Factory will deliver a pretzel of great taste and value. Stop in today at any other location, including Brew Mall, Springfield, Media, Folsom, and Bryn Mawr, or visit their website, phillypretzelfactory.com, for a complete listing of locations in the Delaware Valley. And remember, if it's not from the Philly Pretzel Factory, it's not a real pretzel. All attendees at this year's games at Crozier Keystone Stadium will receive cards vouchers from the Philly Pretzel Factory, courtesy of the Philly Pretzel Factory, for ice cream, an ice cream cone. They'll start serving ice cream at their Broomall and Springfield locations. So pick one up when you visit us next week. Second quarter, here we go. 12 minutes on the clock, first and 10 for Marple Newtown from their own 15. Paoletti gets the snap, and he takes off. He's hit first by Florida High's Amari Harvey. For some of you might be watching for the first time, I wasn't lying when I called him the freight train. Anthony Pele takes a QB power right up the middle for a first down for the Tigers. Great way to start the drive here for this offense. Gain of 14 to the Marple Newtown, 29, first and 10, Tigers. Paoletti, he is in the shotgun. Weathers is behind him. Philman and Dash Dolgarian on the near side. Paoletti drops back. He's looking. He gets Marlon Weathers, but Weathers drops what what would have been a very successful screen, Steve. Yeah, this is what you want to set up for a screen. But Florida High didn't do a a bad job there of uh, backtracking their steps there. When you see screen, when it's easy for a defensive lineman to get in there, you know it's a screen. Backtrack, and they were right there, but Marlon Weathers would have picked up a few yards there. Unfortunately, he drops it. So going to bring up second down and 10 for the Tigers. Expect... Coach can open up this playbook a little bit more and let Paoletti air it out. Second and 10, 11-27 on the clock. Second quarter, ball at the 29. Paoletti in the backfield, shotgun formation, along with Marlon Weathers. Dash Dolgarian goes in motion, and Paoletti takes the ball and keeps. He's hit by D.J. Robinson. Little zone read there, QB keeper by Anthony Paoletti. Bring up third down. About five, it looks like. Ball spotted at the 33. Third and seven for Marple Newtown. 11.01, 11 minutes, 10.59 as the clock continues to tick in the second quarter. This is big right here for the Tigers' offense. Try to keep the chains moving, keep their defense off the field, Jim. Absolutely, Steve. Paoletti in the shotgun. Two wide receivers near too far. Paoletti drops back. He's looking. He scrambles, and he fires the ball over the middle to Riley Philman. That pass is dropped. Javen Morgan defending for Florida High. Little mishap in the coverage there for Florida High. Paoletti scrambles. When a quarterback's scrambling, you got to make sure defensive backs are not keeping their eye on the quarterback there case that happened there. Unfortunately, Paoletti couldn't connect the film, and it's a drop ball there. Marble Newtown's going to have to punt this one away. Riley Philman to come out to punt on fourth and six from the 33. Javen Morgan and Kevin Sawyer in punt return position for the Seminoles 
at their own. They're in pump return position at their own 30. Snap is high. Philman gets it off. And that's going to be downed by Marple Newtown at the Florida High 47-yard line. Florida High, again, with excellent field position. As you said, Jim, 47-yard line. Going back to that last offensive series, Marble Newtown trying to get something started there. Paoletti could have had a first down if he just tucked it around, but he saw a wide-open receiver. Can't blame him. He lets that thing fly and just... Mishap and not, you know, looking that ball in would have been six points for the Tigers here in the second quarter. Nonetheless, Tigers have to come back out on defense and continue what they're doing, Jim. That's right. So ball's at the 47 to start this drive for the Seminoles. First and 10 at the 47. Bryson, Mill, Bryson Hill, he goes under center. Fakes the handoff play action. Looks like he was trying to get the ball out to Andre Lightborn. No one in the yeah. area, and, and that's that, going to be intentional grounding. And that, that's a good call there by the referee. A, a little hesitation there, but no one's in his vicinity as um, Bryson Hills had to throw it away. And they're they're going to discuss it and try to get the right call out there, but didn't look like anyone was near him. Could be intentional grounding there, Jim. All right, so we'll see what the call is. Yeah, and they're going to pick that up. So they're going to pick the flag up. Well, Steve, I guess we can say whether you're in PA or Florida, officiating is fairly consistent. Consistently, um, I don't know. We'll leave it at consistent. Yes, yes. (laughs) And we'll let uh, our viewers deduce as to where we're going with that. So second down and 10. Ball at the 47. Bryson Hill is going to go under center. Kevin Sawyer in the backfield. Now Hill drops back in shotgun. He's got Sawyer to his right, to his left, excuse me. Bryson Hill drops back, firing. Pass is drops incomplete, nearly intercepted by the Division I baseball recruit, Alden Mathis. Mike Miller, excellent pressure up the middle there. And meets Bryson Hill just after he throws that ball and almost intercepted, as you said, Jim, by Alden Mathis, the younger brother of um, Cameron Mathis. He's playing corner here for the Tigers, starting corner here. And it's going to bring up third down and 10. Tigers defense doing a great job here today, picking up where they left off last season. Third down and 10 ball at the 47 of Florida High. Bryson Hill in shotgun formation. Two wide receivers near, one far. Bryson Hill gets the ball, drops back, and he passes over the middle to Kevin Sawyer. Tackle is made by Tommy Tobin. Excellent play call there by Coach Hickman. I mean, the defensive line's been getting a lot of pressure on this series. How do you slow down pressure? You throw a screen. Exactly what they did there. Picked up a first down. Gain of 14. Yeah, great execution, great coaching there by the Florida High Seminoles. Gain of 14 to the Marple Newtown, 39, 9.54, 9.53, 9.52. Clock is ticking in the second quarter. Bryson Hill goes under center. Prater, Sawyer in the backfield for the Seminoles. Two wide receivers near. Tosses it back to Kevin Sawyer, who stretches the field. And he's met by Tommy Tobin. Little toss crack there. 
to the right side toward the Seminole bench. You didn't see a flag There's a penalty is down, marker down. There's a penalty marker down at the Marple Newtown 27. Could be in the vicinity of a face mask. But again, that toss crack. Wide receiver comes down, cracks the outside linebacker, and it's going to be a holding. So that's going to come back. So that's a big break for the Tigers' defense. But the reason why he picked up a first down there, someone grabbed some white jersey, ref saw it. But great right. job there by the officials. So the flag moves to, is officially thrown at the 33. So it's going to be marked off from the 33-yard line. Now, these guys are struggling. and um, they, need, they need to put, okay, well, it's, it's a little confusing because I, so, okay, so the flag's going to be from the 32. 32. They're going to mark off 10. Ball will be at the 42. All right. So 9.34. Clock is stopped in the second quarter. If you're just joining us, Jim Allsman, Steve Reynolds, Tigers Radio Network. Thank you to all our viewers in the Philly, Delaware Valley, Tri-State area, and our friends from Tallahassee, Florida, or wherever you may be watching us. Appreciate your viewership this evening. It's going to be first down and 13 from the 42-yard line of Marple Newtown. Bryson Hill is the quarterback, goes under center for Florida High. He hands the ball off to Kevin Sawyer. Sawyer stretching the field. Sawyer bounces outside there, Jim. Tigers defense does a decent job there. Looks like he was out of bounds on the far side of the football field at the 35-yard line. That would be a gain of seven. Defensive battle here early in the second quarter. Not something the Tigers fans are used to. As uh, it's a pretty prolific offense, but again, these are two very accomplished teams. Two teams coming off very accomplished seasons. Florida High coming off a 3A district championship. Marble Newtown coming off Central League championship. Second and six ball at the Marble Newtown 35. Bryson Hills in the shotgun. He gets the snap, and that ball is thrown near side of the field. Intended for Will Hagler. Alden Mathis once again with, comes up. Almost nearly with the interception. Alden Mathis with his first career start as a varsity football player for the Tigers. Comes up and makes a nice play there. Breaks it up. Bring up third down and six for the Seminoles. And there's been a lot of, you know, third downs here for the Seminoles. We've seen a lot of variety, uh, whether they're going to throw a bubble, a screen, uh, spot passes, getting their playmakers in the open field. Third and six now. Ball at the Marple Newtown 35. Bryson Hills in the shotgun. Kyle Prater to his right. He fires immediately and finds Will Hagler. Hagler gets it to about the 30. He's met by Alden Mathis along with Luke Jealous. There you go. A little bubble outside. Playmakers in the open field. That's been hurting the Tigers. Tigers doing a great job. On the run defense, but those little quick passes outside are, uh, are hurting them for short gains. Gain of seven gives them enough for the first down at the Marple Newtown 28 now. First and ten, Seminoles. Bryson Hill's going to go under center. He's got Kyle Prater behind him. Two wide receivers near, one far. Kyle Prater gets the handoff, and he's hit by Dash Dolgarian in the backfield. 
Great job by Dash to come up and make a play there. Prater's the guy you got to tackle low, and that's exactly what Dash did. Not going to blow right around the thighs. Brought him down immediately. So short gain there. About a one-yard gain, Jim. Gain of one, second and nine. 7.58, 7.57, 7.56. Clock is running in the second quarter. No score if you're just joining us. Bryson Hill, number 15, the Florida high quarterback. He's going to go under center. He's got Prater behind him. Two wide receivers near. One far for this Florida high offense. Prater gets the hand well, gets the snap juggled and it's floated out over the middle intended for Will Hagler penalty marker is down dangerous throw there by Bryson Hill I mean two defensive ends came crashing down it looks like they're going to call it pass interference but the Tigers offensive coaching staff is saying that ball was tipped Illegal so. contact on an eligible receiver, so I believe that'll bring up an automatic first down, Steve. Looks like some illegal contact on Will Hagler there. Again, Bryson Hill tried to just dump that pass, almost intercepted by Aaron Diamond, another tired defender. But looked Ball like is now. Yeah, Hager was uh, Hagler was tugged on there, so that's why we got a flag. Okay, so ball now is going to be spotted at the 17-yard line, first and 10 for the Seminoles, 7.37 in the second quarter, no score. Bryson Hill breaks the huddle with his offense. He's going to go under center. Two wide receivers near one far. Kevin Sawyer is in the backfield. He hands off to Sawyer. Ball is fumbled and recovered by Marple Newtown. We do have a penalty marker down at the... Marple Newtown 22-yard line. And that's going to be declined there. So, again, you bend but you don't break. That has been the M.O. of this Tigers defense ever since Coach Gicking and his father Harry have been here. They'll give up some yards, but when it counts, in the red zone, first and goal, they're not going to break. Right there we saw two different possessions, one in the first quarter, Florida high marching down, fumble. Marple Newtown recovers. Second quarter, Florida High marching down. You think they're going to score? Fumble. So Tigers offense going to take over here. Great job. Great, great job by this Tigers defense. Turnovers hurting this Florida High offense. Paoletti is now out for the second time with his offense. He gets the snap, passes immediately to Dash Dolgarian. Tackled by D.J. Robinson of Florida High. Just after a game. Waiting for Dash to get started here tonight. Coming off a big year last year. Just under 900 yards receiving 10 touchdowns. And they start him off with a bubble right outside. Get him in the open field. Pick up seven yards there. Great pitch and catch on first down, Jim. As you said, Steve, seven-yard gain. Second and three for Marple Newtown. Ball is spotted at their own 16. 7.03, 7.02, 7.01 as the clock continues to tick in quarter number two from field 18 here at the Wide World of Sports. Paoletti is in the shotgun, and he keeps. Paoletti is the ball carrier. Doesn't get much of a push from his offensive line. Yeah, a little QB keeper there. Short game, maybe one yard there. So big third down here for this Tigers offense. They got to, as I talked about, they got to start moving these chains. Keep that defense off the field and get a drive started here. This is a quick score offense, Marple. And 
You know, we saw a drop pass earlier in the second quarter. Let's see if they can capitalize here. Paoletti in the shotgun. Weathers behind him. One wide receiver near too far. He's in the shotgun, and he hands off to Marlon Weathers, who is hit right at the 18-yard line. We also have a Tiger down. That's number 66. Slow to get up, Michael Shelley. We'll have a timeout for injury. Ladies and gentlemen, correction, that is a water timeout. Water timeout, or no. Well, nonetheless, ladies and gentlemen, the Oakmont Pullman Restaurant located in Havertown, Pennsylvania. It's a great place to go. Serves up great American cuisine. For daily specials, visit them online at the Oakmont Pub. Dot com. Don't forget Ardell Landscaping. They provide hardscaping, maintenance, planning, and lawn care. They serve Chester and parts of Delco. You can email Dean Ardell at Ardell05 at Yahoo.com. And don't forget, ladies and gentlemen, all of our sponsors can be found on the front page of our website at MarpleNewtownFootball.com. The front page of our website, MarpleNewtownFootball.com. If you're just joining us, 0-0 in the second quarter, 6-0-6 on the clock. Both offenses have struggled steve to say the less to say the least yeah defensive battle here's gonna be a fourth down and four for the tigers tigers just can't seem to get anything going here as a seminal defense that's been tough to gain any yards so they're gonna have to punt again for the third time tonight jim field position game is what they're playing riley filming back to punt morgan and sawyer in punt return position for the seminoles and this ball is going to be fielded by javen morgan at the Seminoles 45 and he's going to be tackled at around the Marple Newtown 48 yard line good punt there, good coverage by the Tigers again, this is the third time the Florida High Seminoles offense is going to start right around midfield and it's going to be right at the 50 yard line for the third time tonight but the Tigers defense has been, as I said, bend but don't break mentality Coach Harrogate always preaches and you know, it's 0-0. Tigers haven't had much on offense, but at the end of the day, you're going to see two turnovers for the Florida High Seminoles in the red zone, and, and that's, that hurts you as a football team. Ball is at the 50, so that's where they're going to spot the ball to start this drive. Bryson Hill's going to go under center. He has Kevin Sawyer in the backfield. Two wide receivers near, one far. He fakes the handoff, play action, and finds an open receiver in Will Hagler on the near side of the football field. Nice pitch and catch there by the Seminoles offense. Going to be a couple yards short of a first down, it looks like. Kevin Maroon comes in and makes a stop. Gain of nine for the Seminoles to the Marple Newtown 41. Clock is stopped at 548 in the second quarter. Second down and one at the Marple Newtown 41. Bryson Hill is the quarterback who goes under center. He hands the ball off to Kevin Sawyer, who goes up the middle and gets a tremendous push from his line. Sawyer's a tough runner. He's been doing it all night. He's been falling forward. Just what, just what you want your running back to do, churning those legs, finishing the play forward there, and a nice run right to the left side of that line for Seminole first down, Jim. 535, 534, 533 in the second as the clock ticks down. Ball at the 32. That was a gain of nine, but there's a penalty marker before this next play is going to start. Illegal substitution 
is the call. Illegal substitution. So timeout is on the field. We'll keep it right here, obviously. Are you sick of those traditional shopping malls? Absolutely, Steve. I don't like Horrible parking, trying to get those kids out of the car. Hate it. Go to Swiss Farms. Save 5% with every Swiss, with your free uh, Swiss Farms app. Delco's favorite drive-thru, serving the local community for 50 years. Easy shopping experience, friendly car-side service to attract new customers, no intimidation. Our associates are your personal shoppers. Over 700 items in store. Don't say it, just ask. Swiss Farms is a great place, one of our new sponsors this year. I do love them, Steve, because as, as, a, as, a, as a parent, I have a 7-year-old, and he stays right in the car. He hates going in, you know. And, and I always pull up, so he, he, it's on the, the, the attendant's on his side, and he can he can demand what he wants. And then I, I of course, I of course pay the bill. <laughs> there you go. I Swiss no, Farms does a great job. I have no excuse. I, I go just by myself. But as okay. you said, it's a convenient place to go to. All right. So after that water break timeout, I believe Florida High called a timeout. Not sure. Doesn't matter. Five twenty-five in the second quarter. First and fifteen after. The penalty ball at the 37-yard line. Bryson Hill is under center. Kyle Prater in the backfield. Two wide receivers near. One far. Hill passes. It's caught by Logan Brooks, and he's hit immediately. Quick pass outside. Hill to Brooks. You said Jim hit immediately for a short gain, so it's going to be third down or second down and long here for the Seminoles. Okay, so looks like that's going to bring up now a loss. Ball is now at the 37. Correction. No gain, no gain. Second down and 15 for the Seminoles. Bryson Hill's in the shotgun. He gets the snap. He had a lot of pressure on him, but the ball was intended for number four, Kevin Sawyer. Mike Miller getting a lot of pressure tonight. Another great job closing in on Hill. No sacks for either team tonight, but that pressure is key. Almost just as good as a sack sometimes. And we have third down and long for the Seminoles. And here you're kind of in position where, not sure what the kicking situation is for the Seminoles, but you don't need it all here on third down, Jim. Uh, you know, seven, eight yards brings up a more manageable fourth down opportunity for them. Well, the clock has stopped at 436. Second quarter, no no score. Third and 15 at the Marple Newtown 37. Bryson Hill in the shotgun. He gets the snap. He drops back. He's looking, looking. Fires over the middle. Ball is intended for Florida High's Christian Candidate. Ball's a little short. And we'll see what the Seminoles do here. As you said, just a short ball there. And a lot of coverage here. And they're going to send out the punt team. And this is a, a big opportunity for Marple. If they can get this ball, move it downfield, create something, even to get a nice drive started, maybe not end with points. They're going to get the ball to start off the second half. Again, they def- won the toss and deferred. So, But if they can get down the field here, put some points on the board, and then get the ball in the second half, they're going to be in good shape, Jim. Sam Cost out to punt for Florida High. He punts it to Boomer. It looks like that's going to roll out of bounds. Good punt. It stays inbounds. It trickles down. No, no, no. So My mistake. They marked that out of bounds at the Marple Newtown 12. So it's a game of field position. I mean, 0-0 score. 
The Seminoles have had three possessions at the 50-yard line. Marlboro Newtown's four possessions have been inside the 20-yard line, the opponent's 20-yard line, their own 20-yard line, excuse me. Two were on fumbles, two were on punts. Uh, but if you look at that box score, Seminoles are the ones making mistakes. They have a lot of penalties tonight, two turnovers. Marlboro Town just can't get this offense going. And we'll see if they can get something started here, Jim, with about 424 left in this first half. All right, so ball spotted at the 10, 424, second quarter. Paoletti, empty backfield, three wide receivers near, too far. He drops back, gets the pass. That ball is intended for Dash Dolgarian. DJ Robinson on the coverage, Steve. Eight-gap blitz right up the middle there. Pele had no choice but just to throw that in the vicinity of Dash Dolgarian, number one target. And incomplete. Fortunately, it wasn't intercepted or anything like that, but Pele ends up on his back. Not what you want if you're coach kicking. Both offenses, Steve, just seem equally out of sync. Um, and and I got to believe these are two very well-coached squads that they'll, they'll correct this at halftime. But if uh, you're a fan of a defensive game, you got to love this, which I love, Steve. You don't want to make excuses, but, you know, Tallahassee's not too close to here. They were a long bus ride yesterday, kind of out of sorts, not open up at home or a regular opponent. Mark Newtown's coming from Philadelphia, so they're all the way down to Orlando now. So, and, again, a lot of different things. You know, waking up early today, pepper rallies, breakfast, pregame meals. A lot of different things they're not used to. So I expect a different game come the second half. All right, so ball's now on the five. We must have missed a penalty. First and 15 now for Marple Newtown. Paoletti's at the goal line in his backfield. He gets the snap. He rolls. He's looking. He's firing. Ball's intended for Dash Dolgarian. Amari Harvey defending for Florida High. Little flood routes to the outside there. And <clears throat> looks like I'm not sure if the ball was tipped or what, but falls short. It's going to be a third down and 15. Or second and 15. So that first play didn't count. There was a pad again. We missed that penalty. We didn't see a flag on the field. I'm going to assume, Steve, that that was a dead ball foul. And I we did not hear the, the head referee... Um, come over the public address system, so our mistake. But now it's second down to 15 ball at the Marple Newtown 5, 414 in the second quarter. Once again, Paoletti has an empty backfield, three wide receivers near. One far, Weathers goes in motion. Paoletti rolls. He's looking, and he has Alden Mathis. Tackle is made by Amari Harvey. Oh, out route toward the sideline. Paoletti to Mathis. We heard that a lot last year, but it's a different Mathis. It's, it's not Cameron. It's Alden, his younger brother. And he tries to make a man miss, but picks up about seven yards. They're going to be third down and eight. And this is important for the Tigers. I let this clock run down as much as you can here. Run a play. See what you can do. The last thing he wants is to give the ball back late in the first half and give the Seminoles an opportunity to put points on the board. Yeah, and there's a little bit of a substitution issue with Florida High. They didn't get their they didn't get the personnel that they wanted on the field. Marple Newtown unfortunately is going to bail them out on that one. They call a timeout with 3.30 remaining in the second quarter. When you have fire, water, or wind damage to your house, help is as easy as as a phone call away to home and business adjustment. When bad things happen to a building that you own, call 610-356-1344.
Call our man Blaine Jealous, 610-356-1344, home and business adjustment company. Steve. Searching for a reliable heating and air conditioning company? Then DZO Mechanical is here to fulfill your every need. As a privately owned mechanical service company, DZO offers residential and commercial services to suit your needs in the areas of heating, air conditioning, and ventilation. Since 2000, DZO has promised great service at a fair rate. DZO proudly serves customers in Philadelphia, Delaware, and Chester counties, as well as northern Delaware and South Jersey. DZO Mechanical is located on 56 North Sprawl Road in Broomall, Pennsylvania. For a free estimate, call DZO at 484-454-3346 or check them out online at www.dzomechanical.com. Third and eight from Arpel Newtown. Ball at their own 12-yard line. Second quarter, 330 remaining in the first half. Offense breaks the huddle. Paoletti in shotgun along with Marlon Weathers. Riley Philman, near side. He's got, Paoletti's got three wide receivers to the far side. Paoletti to Alden Mathis over the middle. Gets a huge block from Mike Shelley. Excuse me, that's number 12, Dash Dolgarian. Dolgarian is tackled and knocked out of bounds by Will Hagler. Wow, what a block by number 66, Mike Shelley. And I tell you, Steve, that gives me goosebumps to see that hit. And that, you know, that's set up by a great timeout there by Coach Gicking. Third and eight. You got to get something going here. You call a timeout. You step at a hammer screen there to your number one target, Dash Dolgarian. He crosses fields. Great blocking. Downfield by wide receivers. And then he gets out of bounds there. Huge, huge play for the Tigers. And they're across midfield for the first time tonight, Jim. 316 in the second ball. At the Seminoles, 46 first and 10. Paoletti gets the snap. He's looking, looking. He stays on his feet. He fires to Dash Dolgarian. Tackle is made by Cordell Clay. And Not this, before a first down. Steve. And this is the Tigers we know coming off an 11-2 campaign last year. Central League champs. And you heard it a lot last year. Paoletti to Dolgarian. You're going to hear it a lot this year. Great time up front. And Paoletti improvises on his feet, runs to the right side, delivers a strike to Dash Dolgarian. Out of bounds. Clock stops 3.05. Tigers offense is in business, ladies and gentlemen. Ball at the Seminoles, 34-yard line. First and 10, Mar- Marple Newtown. Paoletti in shotgun. Weathers is behind him. Three wide receivers near. One far. Paoletti gets the snap. Fires immediately to Luke Cantwell. That ball is dropped. It's a little hitch route outside to Luke Cantwell. I'm not sure if the ball was tipped or not. Nonetheless, stop, clock stops 2.59 here in the first half. Again, Tigers will get the ball. They will receive it in the second half. So this is huge here. They can put some points on the board. Riley filming the kicker and punter tonight. He has a leg. You got to get around, you know, inside the 25 to set him up. A little breezy tonight, but I know the Tigers want to get six more than anything right now. Marvel Newtown breaks the huddle. Ball to 34, second down and 10. 2.59 in the second quarter. Paoletti, along with Marlon Weathers in the backfield. He gets the snap, stays on his feet, rolls to his right. He fires. Passes caught by Luke Cantwell. Penalty marker is down. So we'll see what this call is. Yeah. Looks like it's going to be a hold, Steve. Yeah, the city of a holding. Looks like they sent some there to the Seminoles. And they, and they got a fast defense, Steve. They get in that backfield in a hurry. Yeah, that's going to push back the Tigers here. That at flag it. is at the Florida High 41. 
Yeah, you're just looking at second down, about 20 here. So this ball should be marked off at the Marple Newtown 49-yard line. Ah, it's going to be at the 50. So in Florida, maybe there's a different set of math that we're not aware of. But nonetheless, we're at midfield, 2.52 in the second quarter. Second down and 26, ball at the 50. It's a big chunk, but Marple Newtown can make it up with this offense. There's no doubt about that. Paoletti is in the shotgun. He drops back, fires over the middle. And he's got Aaron Diamond. They're going to call him down. Ball came out late, but they're going to call him down. 225 in count here, Jim. They try to stop a hammer screen here to Aaron Diamond, the new addition to this team from Pottsgrove, Pottstown, excuse me, and Aaron Diamond, the older brother of James Diamond, does a good job there. Trotter weaves his way in, but it's going to bring up uh, about third down. Yeah, they gained uh, six on that play, third and 20. Ball on the Florida high, 44-yard line, 155, 154, 153 as the clock continues to tick. Paoletti gets the snap, makes magic with his feet, and he throws it, finds Dash Stokarian open over the middle. He has one man to beat. And he is tackled by number four, Kevin Sawyer. And there's a there's another flag down. And it's hard to see these flags. These flags are... They look like they, they were thrown in mud before the game. Unsportsmanlike conduct is going to be the call on the field. And we also have an injured Marple Newtown Tiger. So we're going to keep it right here. And, and Jim, that's, that's huge for the Tigers. I mean, Dash Dolgarin, so shifty when he catches that ball. But how about Anthony Paoletti trying to find something there on his feet? He does a strike across his body, which is very hard to do. The Delaware commit does. Dash Dolgarin does the rest. Looks like they had enough for the first down, but you're going to tackle on 15 from there. Tigers are in great position here, Jim. Paoletti, we've seen him, ha- we've seen him do it many times. The future Blue Hen makes magic with his feet. He's so shifty. They're so quick, he can move around, and he can find his open man. He constantly keeps his eyes looking downfield. He's really something special to watch. Steve, take it away. Come explore the possibilities at Anthony's at Paxson. Whether planning a wedding or grabbing a bite to eat, Anthony's at Paxson's got you covered. The remodeled restaurant and patio deck allows you customers to enjoy the beautiful views of Paxson Hollow Country Club. Anthony's at Paxson's family-friendly environment as something for everyone. Their menu includes a variety of tasty appetizers, pizzas, cuisines, and entrees. And on Friday nights starting at 9 p.m., join DJ Jerry for music, drinks, and dancing. Located at Paxton Hollow Road in Broomall, be sure to reserve your seat at Anthony's at Paxton by calling 610-353-0202, extension 3. Ball at the 12 of Florida High. First and 10, 124. Paoletti gets the snap. Goes to Marlon Weathers. He's looking for space. He's tackled on the far side of the field. You see that versatile Tigers offense there. You spread out and put Marlon Weathers running back in the slot. Send him in motion on the jet sweep to the outside. And it's going to be close to a first down. Be second down and short inside the five-yard line for the Tigers. Jim. Anthony Belton is the man who makes the stop for Florida High. Nice stop by him. 
prevents a touchdown. Second down and two. Ball on the four in the second quarter. 47 seconds on the clock. Handoff goes to Marlon Weathers. He's looking for the end zone. And Marlon Weathers finds the end zone. Touchdown Tigers with 40 seconds remaining in the second quarter. And that's a drive, ladies and gentlemen. It's about a 95-yard play drive. They're set up by that third down and eight hammer screen to Dash Dolgarian that brought him across midfield. The rest of the offense did the rest there. Tigers score. Punch it in. Great job up front by the offensive line. And, of course, by Marlon Weathers. But, the Jim, Tigers score. 6 nothing, pending this Riley film an extra point. But to remember, for our listeners at home who are just t- tuning in or tuned in after the kickoff, Tigers deferred. They will receive to start off the second half. Tremendous. We love it. Riley Philman in to attempt the point after touchdown. Out of a Joe Keffer hold. There's a timeout on the field. Marple Newtown calls timeout. 40 seconds remaining in the second, ladies and gentlemen. Marple Newtown's Marlin Weathers punches it in for the first points of 2017. They are on the board for Marple Newtown. Fantastic. All right, so we're going to keep it right here. We'll have a bunch of commercials that we're, we're going to read. We're going to, we're going to give our, our listeners and viewers a break from a commercial in this point in the game. we got 40 seconds left in the second quarter. we got a pending extra point coming after the Marlin Weathers touchdown. It's a great, great play call, and, and the timeout was well-timed, even though it was a, it was a, we're going for a point after touchdown here. There's definitely some personnel issues, Steve, so they want to get that all straightened out. And this is, you know, under the head, co- head coach you played under at Marble Newtown, he always stressed about that seventh point being made. It was very key. Yeah, you don't want to be chasing points. Riley Philman to attempt the point after touchdown out of Joey Keffer hold. Snap, up, good. And that is no good. That's wide right. That was close. It was right over the uprights. The refs had to really confirm that one, but it's going to be 6 nothing. But, the, you know, in that defensive battle, it's nice to see the Tigers get on the board first. Yeah, we have an injury timeout, so Steve... For the past 30 years, Gillen & Associates have been providing clients with a wide range of legal services. Newtown Square resident Dave DePasqua is at your service. With concentrations in estate administration, estate planning, and civil litigation, he is ready to serve your legal needs. Located in media, Gillen & Associates assists in Delaware County and other surrounding counties in the Philadelphia metropolitan area. To schedule a free consultation, call 610-565-2211. That's 610-565-2211. All right, so we had a brief injury timeout on that extra point attempt. Looks like number two, Javen Morgan, is a little shooken up, and he's walking off the field. Looks like he'll be okay. Second quarter, 6 nothing after the Marlin Weathers touchdown. The extra point attempt just sailed wide right for Marple Newtown, so 6 nothing. The good news is, as Steve pointed out, just a few moments ago, Marple Newtown deferred after they won the coin toss. They'll get the ball back in 40 seconds, or maybe sooner, but we know that they'll get the ball back when, to start off the second half. So Philman comes back out to kick off. Florida High has Amari Harvey and DJ Robinson in kickoff return position.
Amari Harvey from the 10-yard line. Hit first by Marble Newtown's Luke Jealous. And Harvey had a full head of steam going up the middle of the seam there, the Tigers' kick re- kickoff team. And out of nowhere comes number 30, just said, the junior Luke Jealous. A nice stick on the ball carrier. And this is important for the Tigers' defense. Get off this field, go in the halftime, up six points. Again, they will receive to start off the second half. But again, far to high. I'll be surprised if they just try to run this and go in the halftime down 6 nothing. We'll see if they'll... If they can throw a couple screens there, try to get up, set up some field, uh, good field position, Jim. First and 10 from the 35 of Florida High, 35 seconds remaining on the clock. Hills. Hills was in the shotgun. He gets the snap, fires, looking for Amari Harvey. The ball was tipped at the line of scrimmage, Steve. Good job by the Tigers' defense there. The clock's going to stop at 32 seconds, Jim. Again, Tigers up 6 nothing. Appreciate all our listeners back home, Philadelphia area, and all our listeners, even down here in Florida. I know we have some in Virginia, down in Texas, New York. We appreciate it. Can't do it without you guys. Clock is at 32 seconds even. It stopped second quarter, second down and 10, ball to 35. 32 seconds. Bryson Hill in the shotgun. He gets the snap. He rolls. He's looking. He fires. Complete to Amari Harvey, and Harvey... Steps out of bounds to stop the clock. Coach Hickman in the Seminoles offense running that two-minute drill. Quick passes outside. You see the quarterback roll out to his right. Hill does. Finds his target right out of bounds there. Amari, Amari Harvey. <clears throat> Great job to get out. Stop that clock with 26 seconds left, Jim. Gain of 11 to the Florida High 46. First and 10, Bryson Hill. He's in the shotgun. He's got Prater to his left. Fakes the handoff. It's a screen. That ball's floated to number four, Kevin Sawyer. And he's hit immediately by the lacrosse standout, Luke Jealous. Jealous again flying in there and making a tackle there as the Seminoles try to get on the ball and spike it here, Jim. So there's six seconds. Six seconds remaining right now. And that's enough in for the a half. Yeah, enough for a Hal Mary or you know, six seconds, you can get a quick pass out of bounds, give you gives yourself about five, six extra yards, and then another a Hal Mary launch. But we'll see what Seminole's offense decides to do here, Jim. Third and three. Ball at the Marple Newtown forty seven. Six seconds remaining in the second quarter. Bryson Hill. He gets the snap, drops back, he's looking, he's looking, he fires. Pass is caught. That is a that's a reception. He's hit by Marlon Weathers, but the pass is caught by Will Hagler. That was well executed. And they're gonna let that clock run out. That's gonna be halftime. So the Tigers are gonna take now, Steve, I thought he went out of bounds, but that was that was caught he in d- bounds. He did, but there was. I mean, I guess cl- his knee must have hit inside, and he was down, and that was it. There was no more time on the clock. Time expired. So, ladies and gentlemen, on that last complete pass, that's it. Marple Newtown six, Florida High zero. We got 17 minutes on the clock. Steve and I are going to s- step aside. We're going to join you again in about 10 minutes. 
maybe a little longer. We definitely got to give our voices a little bit of a break, but we're going we're gonna to step back. Give yourselves 10 minutes on the clock. Hit the restroom. Get some refreshments. Say a prayer for our throats. We're going to come back with second-half action. Marple Newtown will get the ball on this 6 to nothing ball game from Field 18, Wildwood of Sports in Kissimmee, Florida. Tigers Radio Network with Stream Sports. Marple Newtown 6, Florida High 0. We'll see you in 10. I expect them to come out this half, though, Jim, and really get this offense going. I mean, they want to go up two scores. That's ideal for them and let this defense do the rest. Uh, but the field position battle, I mean, it's been in the favor of Florida High this whole game. But there's two mistakes for Florida High. There's fumbles inside the 10-yard line have hurt them. All right, Steve. So we're about to kick it off. 12 minutes on the clock for the third quarter. Number 21, Sam Cost, is kicking off for the Seminoles. We're going to start the second half here from Field 18, Wildwood of Sports, Kissimmee, Florida. Thank you for joining us for Marple Newtown. Their season opener. This ball is fielded at the 7 by Luke Jealous. What a return. He's hit first by Sam Cost. And then Kevin Sawyer brings him down at the 50. This Looks like it's going to be inside of Florida high territory, Steve. Luke Jealous has been all over the field tonight, on defense especially, on special teams and right there. This is coming out party tonight, the junior running back. And linebacker, great return there. Just when I said Marple Newtown with horrible field position all game, starting field position, they start now right at the 50-yard line, up 6 nothing, and ready to go. Yep, and I got to say his name a bunch as Marple Newtown's public address announcer doing all the lacrosse games, does a tremendous job. Coach Hannum and Coach Hockhouse of the lacrosse team do a great job coaching these guys up, trying to make true athletes of all these guys so they can excel uh, not only just on the lacrosse field, the football field and other sports, so doing a great job. We have a brief pause. Okay, so the ball spotted, the ball's at the 50, first down on after that long return by Jealous. Paoletti's in the backfield with Weathers. Paoletti fires. That ball was intended for Dash Dolgarian. Slips right out of his hands. Good protection up front. A little three-step drop. Try to get it to Dolgarian on the hitch route. But <clears throat> right through his hands, you said, Jim. So, remember, up second down and ten for the Tigers' offense. All right. So, ball's on the 50 after the incomplete pass. Second down and ten at the 50. Marple Newtown breaks the huddle. Paoletti... Shotgun formation. Two wide receivers near, too far. One goes in motion. He's got Weathers behind him. And Paoletti on the keeper. And he barrels through. Tackle is made by Javen Morgan. There goes the freight train. Anthony Paoletti for the first down. When in doubt, keep it in the hands of number three. It's right off tackle for the first down for the Tigers. And keep those chains moving. All right, so that was a gain of 12 on the keeper by the future blue hand. Ball is at the Florida High 38. First and 10, Marple Newtown. Paoletti fires to the Marple Newtown side of the football field. That pass is complete to Dash Dolgarian. And Florida High's... Trying to get the number there. Looks like number two, Javen Morgan, makes the stop, Steve. Yeah, quick hitch outside. 
Paletti to Dolgarian, right in his breadbasket. Picked up six yards there, second and four for the Tigers, 10.52 remaining in the third quarter, Jim. Paletti in the shotgun, second and four, 10.39, 10.38, 10.37 in the third quarter. Paletti floats one over the middle, it's intercepted. He throws it right to Jolin Gilly, number 56 of the Seminoles. Critical mistake there by Anthony Paoletti. And that was a design middle screen there to Marlon Weathers. He tried to, to throw it in there, rope it in. Didn't, just kind of forced it. Hard to tell from this angle, but good job by that Seminole defense. And they needed that. It, Mar it looked like Marlon Newtown had control of this game. Up 6 nothing, looking to go into the end zone for the second time tonight. But the Seminoles defense comes up huge there. All right, so 10.30 in the third. 10.30 in the third. Clock is stopped after the turnover. Ball is on the Florida High 34. First and 10 Seminoles after the turnover. Bryson Hill in the shotgun. He gets the snap. Juggles a little bit. Fires over the middle. Balls intended for Amari Harvey. Breaking up that play is number eight, Kevin Marone. Great job there by Marone. Make the break up there. Tigers have to get up and walk away. It's a very, very physical game. But you got to get up and walk away. Can't, can't take critical penalties here. Fortunate the Tigers not get called for anything right there on Sportsnet Conduct. 10-26 in the third. Ball at the 34, second down and 10 after the incomplete pass. Bryson Hill is the quarterback. They're switching out the footballs right now. I don't know what the problem is. But they're getting a new ball. It can't possibly be due to water because there's been no rain. Head referee is going to spot the ball at the 34. Almost gave him a yard. Not sure what's going on. Second down and 10, ball to 34. Bryson Hill is the quarterback in the shotgun. He fakes the handoff and he rolls. And that ball is intended for number nine, Will Hagler. And I am very surprised, Steve, that we don't have a penalty. Looked like it might have been set up for a screen. Uh, I'm not sure. Couldn't tell where Will Hagler was on that. But good pressure nonetheless by number nine, Kyle Tobin. Free off the edge there. Puts his hands up. And nothing that Bryson Hill could do but just throw that ball right into the ground. Bring so up third down and ten, Jim. Bryson Hill gets the call from Jared Hickman, the 14-year head coach of the Seminoles. Hill in the shotgun. Prater's next to him. One wide receiver near. Three far. Asked for the snap. He gets it. Drops back. Looking. Fires. Looking down the field. That ball intended for number three, Amari Harvey. And, that, and number eight, Kevin Marone is defending. That is outstanding coverage there by Kevin Marone. A lot of chatter here trying to get a flag thrown, but, thrown, but I mean, there's no face guarding here at the high school level. Um, I know he didn't turn his head around, but he did not make contact. That was excellent coverage. Ran with the wide receiver hip to hip that whole way. I mean, you can't cover a, a pass better than that. Great job by number eight, Marone. Sam Cost into kick for Florida, into punt for Florida. Number seven, Aaron Diamond, is in punt return position for Marple Newtown. 
So that punt goes out of bounds. Punt goes out of bounds at the Marple Newtown 48-yard line. So that's where they'll start this next drive. All right, ladies and gentlemen, so 10-08, 10-08 after that punt. Ball at the Marple Newtown 48, first and 10 for the Tigers. Beautiful night here. Paoletti commands his offense. The future Blue Hen breaks the huddle. He's got Weathers behind him, one wide receiver near, three far. Paoletti gets the snap, looking, looking, moving. Fires. He has Alden Mathis. That is caught. He will be down. What a pass. Correction, that is Dash Dolgarian. Dash Dolgarian. Mathis what? was on the near side of the football field. We do have a we do have a timeout on the field for injury. What an absolute grab there by Dash Dolgarian. That kid is a stud to go up there in double coverage. And just get that ball at the highest point. When Paoletti let that ball go, I, I was nervous that it, was, it wasn't a good decision. But when you have trust in a receiver, you throw it up in double coverage. And those two have trust. They've been throwing pitch and catch each other since freshman year. Uh, sorry, before that, since about seventh grade. And right there it shows. And I apologize to the audience for missing that number. I will tell you that... Uh, <laughs> the 12 and the 13 sometimes when the when the jerseys get bunched up that just uh, looks the same that was dash dolgarian he he is a speedster i love saying his name uh his parents named him very aptly steve and we saw that all year long last year paoletti to dolgarian we got an injured man down injured tiger down it's aaron diamond correction james diamond Steve? Suffering from back or neck pain, injury or headaches? Advanced Chiropractic Center and Dr. Tom Graziano have been serving the Marple Newtown and Delaware County residents for over 15 years. Dr. Tom Graziano enjoys helping his patients without drugs or surgery. He takes a gentle approach, utilizes current techniques, and has several massage therapists on staff. Advanced Chiropractic Center accepts all kinds of insurances, including most HMOs as well as accident cases. It is the mission of Advanced Chiropractic Center to take their time with all their, parent, all their patients and give them the care they deserve. Do you have a question? Just mention that you heard Dr. Tom Graziano from the Tigers Radio Network or Marble Newtown Football for a free consultation by calling 610-356-2300 or visit drtomgraziano.com. So James Diamond is up. He's uh, shooken up on the play, being walked off the field by trainers. However, we had a pass and catch from Paoletti to Dash Dolgarian, full far side of the football field. Balls now at the seminal 15-yard line. It's going to be first and 10. Ten minutes on the clock here in the third quarter. Marple Newtown, six. Florida high, zero. Thank you again for joining us, ladies and gentlemen. Paoletti in the shotgun. He's got Weathers behind him. He puts Luke Cantwell in motion, and Paoletti is going to keep. Gets down within, inside the five to the three-yard line. 
Gain of 12. Steve. There you go. QB power right up the gut there by Anthony Paoletti. That's going to be first down and goal for the Tigers here. They look to capitalize. Okay, so game of 11, correction on that. First and goal, ball at the four-yard line for Marple Newtown. 9-10, in the third quarter as the clock continues to tick. Ball's handed off to Marlon Weathers, and he is down just before the goal line. The side judge in the far side of the football field had a great view on that. Blows it dead. Looks like right at the one, Steve. Gain of three. Yep. Second and goal right on the one-yard line, Jim. Tigers looking to extend this lead. But a great Steve, drive. Great drive here, Jim. Sorry, but, I mean, um, that was a disaster, that interception on that screen. Defense comes in. Been doing what they've been doing all game and makes a huge stop, and then offense comes in. And here you go. It's a big, big package. package coming in, Steve. Penalty marker is down. It's going to be a dead ball foul. That's Penalty marker is down. So, looks probably the side a... judge on the near side of the football field comes in, makes the call. Yeah, Illegal so. infraction is called against Marple Newtown. So that package, that's a wrecking ball package. That's a tackle over from the other side. So you only got two men on the other side. Uh, usually a tight end and a guard. And then you get an extra tackle over on the right side. And you got two defensive linemen in the backfield with Marlon Weathers behind them. So a lot of different change in there. And when you have different guys in your defender, the defensive players in on offense, someone's not set usually. It's a quick snap. And there you have it, five yards back here. So second goal on the six, Jim. Second goal on six. I almost think in these situations it helps this offense out. Penalty marker again from the same side judge. Neutral zone infraction, Steve. Once again, neutral zone infraction called against Marple Newtown. So we go from the 6 to the 11. Still second and goal. Something's going on down there. This is a regular formation. They always run. These past two formations are running here. And someone's either on the line covering an eligible man, or I can't tell from this angle. But two huge crucial penalties there. Now you're on the 11-yard line after you're on the one-yard line. Second down and goal. Second down and goal. Ball at the Florida high 11. Paoletti in the shotgun. And and there's movement again. Okay, so the call is against the defense now. Offsides. Now, Steve... As a former lineman, how are you offsides on defense? I don't know, but it could have been three penalties in a row on the Tigers. Unbelievable. But, I mean, you're lined up. I mean, it's inexcusable to be lined up like that. Um, and nonetheless, great, great job. Great job for the Tigers there. Second goal. Second and goal from the six. I promise you, you will see some football if you stay tuned. Paoletti in the shotgun. He gets the snap. Looking, looking. He's on his feet. He is sacked by number 27, Jacob Massey. Penalty marker is down. Great call there. That's a horsing the collar call they're going to call on that. They had the back of his neck, personal fail, half the distance to the goal. Excellent, excellent call there by the referee. Going to be a lot of complaining on this side of the field, but none. I mean, you got to throw that. It's the safety of the kids there. 
The Tigers do catch a break. If you hear some shouting in the background, we're sharing some space with Florida High's coaches. I wish we could put the camera on them because they are the true theater right now. Uh, they're intense. I love it. I love it. I understand. Okay, so balls now after the penalty going to be spotted at the Florida High 9. Still second down. Amazing. 7.58 remaining in the third quarter. Clock is now winding. Ball on the nine. Second and goal. Paoletti, empty backfield in the shotgun. He puts Weathers in motion. He's looking, looking. Fires the ball for Marlon Weathers. And that pass is incomplete. Penalty marker is down on the far side of the football field. <laughs> hey, that's back-to-back. Good calls there by the referees. Um, it's a nice route running there by Marlon Weathers. Got cut off a little short there because there's some defenders. But Anthony Paoletti with great anticipation on that throw. And Marlon Weathers just got hooked around the neck early there before the ball arrived. Both referees right on top of it. So great job by the refs to be on that. A lot of penalties here, about four. 7.42 on the clock, third quarter. Not, yeah, not what you want to see, all this laundry on the field, but. It's still second down. I, I, I can't get over that it's still second down. So you go from second and goal on the one to two penalties later, second goal on the 11, to then uh, Marple Newtown's offense just breaks down in protection there. Get away. I mean, it was going to be a sack for a lot of yards there. They got away with two great penalties. Um, and Paoletti, empty backfield, three wide receivers near, too far, but Weathers goes in motion. Paoletti rolling to his right, firing. Ball is tipped at the line of scrimmage by Jacob Massey. Nice play. Good job there by the Seminole defense. Two back-to-back critical penalties, and they do a good job of settling down and just playing some football. So third down and five here. What a sequence of events here by both teams. If Tigers can capitalize here and score a touchdown, they'll be in good shape. But if somehow the Seminoles come out of here not give up any points, that's a true, true victory for their team. Third and goal at the 5. 7.37 on the clock in the third quarter. Marple Newtown 6. The Seminoles 0. Paoletti, who commands this offense, is waiting on the call from Coach Gicking. But the call is going to be a timeout by the Tigers. We're going to stay right here. And Steve is going to read you a commercial from one of our great Sponsors. Only the Philly Pretzel Factory can make the Philadelphia pretzels because they have authentic, genuine quality of a Philly pretzel. They're always hot, always fresh, and always a great deal. When I go to the Philly Pretzel Factory, I know I'm eating the original Philly soft pretzel. Bring them to a sporting event, a work party, or for a quick snack, and you can be sure that the Philly Pretzel Factory will deliver a great taste and value of a pretzel. Stop in today at any of the locations, including Brew Mall, Springfield, Media, Folsom, and Brimar, or visit their website, phillypretzelfactory.com, for complete listings, locations in the Delaware Valley. And remember, if it's not from the Philly Pretzel Factory, it is not a real pretzel. All right, so 737 here in the third quarter. Marple Newtown, six, Florida High, zero, third and five, correction, third and goal from the Seminole 5. Timeout has concluded. Ah, the huddle is broken. 
Pagliolotti's all by himself in the shotgun in the backfield, waiting for the snap from Mike Shelley. Ball is snapped. Fake handoff. He stays on his feet. Pass is complete to number 21, Jack Fallows. But he does not find the end zone. Just short day. Wow. Unbelievable how Paoletti stayed on his feet. Good luck trying to tackle him. Paoletti does a great job avoiding pressure there and a sack. And then dumps it off to the running back, Jack Fallows. Gets close to a first down. Fourth and two here at the two-yard line. I love it. Coach Gickens going to leave his team on the field. It's tough here. You're up six points. You can go up by two possessions with a field goal here. But, hey, you're on the two-yard line. Who wants it more? The Tigers' offensive line or the Seminoles' defensive line? We'll see right here, Jim. Fourth and goal at the two. 6.50, 6.49, third quarter. Clock ticks. Pagaletti hands off to Marlon Weathers. And Weathers is down at the one-yard line. 6.39 remaining in the third quarter. Weathers is stopped at the one. Turnover on downs. Seminoles ball. What an outstanding job by the Seminoles defense to string out Marlon Weathers. I mean, everyone in this stadium thought it was going to go up the middle or a QB keeper with Anthony Paoletti. They run the jet sweep with Marlon Weathers, flankered out. And he is stopped short right at the one-yard line here. So a huge victory there for that Seminole defense. They're going to take the ball over. And they're going to be their heels are going to be in their own end zone. Tough situation, definitely for that seminal offense coming out of uh, coming out of this ball on the one. But heck of a stop! You got to give it to them. That was that was some incredible stuff. We're at a timeout situation on the field. A water timeout. Six thirty-nine. If you're just joining us, second half, third quarter, six nothing, Marple Newtown. Big shout-out to all of our sponsors who've put this broadcast together and make it happen. They are plentiful. The Rothman Institute, Philly Pretzel Factory, Ardell Landscaping, the Oakmont Pub and Restaurant, Gillen Law, Farber Law Firm, Advanced Chiropractic Center, Zenith Public Adjusters, the Home and Business Adjustment Company, DZO Mechanical, Barnaby's of Havertown, Anthony's of Paxson Hollow Swiss Farms, and the Marble Newtown Football Alumni Association. For more information on all of our sponsors, head over to marblenewtownfootball.com. Right side of the front page, you can find links to all their websites. Follow us online on Twitter at MN Tigers and on Instagram at MN Tigers. We'll post some post-game information there. Dave DePasqua is working our Twitter account tonight, our regular play-by-play man. And he will be back in two weeks. Greg Pecco will be serving as the public ad- the play-by-play announcer next week as I take my regular public address spot at Crozier Keystone Stadium. So we're get to, about to get things underway here again from Field 18 at the Wide World of Sports in Kissimmee, Florida. Weather is held up. It's getting darker out. The lights are shining through. Friday night lights once again. Boy, it looks awesome, Steve. Expecting nothing less than a great game with two great, great programs. Um, Maybe you thought more scoring, but, um, hey, defenses have come ready to play tonight. Bryson Hill is under center on this first and ten from the one. He hands it off. And he, the ball's handed off to number four, Kevin Sawyer. Looks like Kyle Tobin 
Penalty markers down after the play. And it's not what you need. You, you got to back off. You got to keep your composure. Coach Gickens not happy on the sideline right now. I mean, you have a team pinned in their own end zone, and then you get a flag on that. Not what you want. That's tough. That's tough, Steve, because that gives them the breathing room that they desperately needed. Look where they're at now. Ball on the one-yard line. Now you're at the 22-yard line, just like that in two plays. No, after one play, excuse me. After the penalty, ball's at the 22, 6.15, 6.14, 6.13 as the clock ticks in the third quarter, first and 10. Mill Hill is under center. He hands it off to Kevin Sawyer. Bryson Hill up through the middle, dragging Tigers with him. Tremendous run. I'll tell you what, this Sawyer kid can run the ball. They haven't given the ball enough tonight. They have not given him the ball enough tonight. He can Correct. run the ball up the middle there, and wow, he took some Tigers with him. Tigers have to settle down here. All the momentum is with the Seminoles. Correction, Kevin Sawyer, my bad. Handoff from Bryson Hill, and that was a terrific run. That ball is now spotted after the water timeout. We have, we have an injury timeout. Go ahead, Steve. If you're sick of those traditional market shopping hassles, then go to Swiss Farms. Don't deal with the parking lots or having to take your kids out of the car. Save 5% every day with free, the free Swiss Farms app. Delco's favorite drive. drive through serving the local community for 50 years. Easy shopping experience, friendly car side service to attract a new customer. No intimidation whatsoever. Our associates are your personal shoppers. Over 700 items in store. If you don't see it, just ask. Searching for a reliable heating air conditioning company? Then DZO Mechanical is here to fulfill your every need. As a privately owned mechanical service company, DZO offers residential and commercial services to suit your needs in the areas of heating, air conditioning, and ventilation. Since 2000, DZO has promised great service at a fair rate. DZO proudly serves customers in Philadelphia, Delaware, and Chester counties, as well as in northern Delaware and south Jersey. DZO Mechanical is located at 56 North Sprawl Road in Broomall, Pennsylvania. For a free estimate, call DZO at 484-454-3346 or check them out online at www.dziomechanical.com. All right, so we'll bring it. We're going to stay right here, bring it back to We're going to bring it back right here. Live action. Uh, sorry about that, folks. We're just getting some of these reads together. We definitely have a lot of cramping going on at this point. Um, talking to some of the folks here from Stream Sports who, who do a lot of events here at the Wide World Sports Complex. This is a uh, common occurrence. Teams visiting Florida, and, and you have this. This heat is much different. Very humid, and we have uh, we have we have players that are just cramping up tremendously. So, it's the third quarter. 6.02 on the clock in the third. Florida High has the ball first and 10 from their own 38. We had some cramping after the last play. Looks like Kevin Marone's going to come off the field for Marple Newtown. Great to see him walk off the field. And real quick, we, we want to take a moment here to say, you know, we're dedicating this season to a late great. Uh, Tiger John Gallagher, who we lost uh, back in the beginning of May, 
um, end of May, excuse me. And uh, you know, he was an avid listener of the Tigers Radio Network, and uh, we're wearing shirts tonight with a JG patch on it. So just wanted wanted to mention that, Jim. Thank you, Steve. We do miss his text during our broadcast. First and ten, ball at the thirty-eight. 546, 545, 544. Handed off to Sawyer. He's stretching the field. And he's tackled after about a gain of six. Yeah, I'm surprised they're not giving Sawyer more, more carries tonight. Uh, but he's doing a good job. James Diamond on the stop. Diamond's in at linebacker uh, for the first time tonight. So, second down and about five for the Seminoles offense. 5-12, in the third. Second and five at the Seminole 43. Bryson Hill hands it off to Prater. He's tackled by a bunch of Marple Newtown Tigers. Not before a gain of about four, Steve. Yeah, he's close to a first down, and they're going to go right on the ball of Semmel's offense, trying to get a rhythm going here. Down by six points, 440 remaining in the third quarter, Jim. Bryson Hill is going to go into a shotgun stance. He's got Prater behind him along with Kevin Sawyer. Now Bryson Hill is going to go under center. I formation for the Seminoles. He hands it off to Sawyer. Sawyer's going to get enough for the first down and more. He's tackled by Alden Mathis, but not before a gain of what's going to look like about 10, Steve. Sawyer, real shifty out of that backfield. He bounces outside, makes a few Tigers miss, and keeps those legs churning for a seminal first down. First and 10 at the Marple Newtown 42, 406, 405, 404 in the third as the clock ticks, ticks, ticks. Ball's handed off to Kevin Sawyer. Sawyer's getting a big dose of carries here on this drive, rightfully so. I mean, offensive line's doing a great job for the Seminoles. And Sawyer's running right behind them. Good gain there on first down for this offense. Gain of five to the Marple Newtown 37, second and five for Florida High. Personnel's checking in and out for the Seminoles. This Tigers defense has been on the field a lot tonight. And you're going to see some more guys come in and sub. I mean, they have a lot of depth on both sides of the ball, but this defense is going to need some breaks. Cordell Clay in the backfield. Bryson Hill gets the handoff, but he hands it off to Prater. Prater's tackled by Luke Cantwell. Like a quick, quick guard trap there. Tough to see from this angle, but... Prater takes a carry. He had a few carries tonight in short yardage situations. And it's a third down and short. Seminoles on the ball once again. Third and short. Third and less than one. Less than one. Ball's about the 30, just inside the 33. For, Mar- for the Florida high. Bryson Hills in shotgun with Prater to his left. Penalty marker is down. Penalty marker is down. False start's going to be the call. And, Jim, I also want to take another moment to send thoughts and prayers to the Shelley family. I mean, uh, Mike Shelley, one of our sponsors, Zenith Public Adjusters, big supporters. Family's been through a lot the past couple years. And thoughts and prayers to them from the Tigers Radio Network. 
Uh, the Marple Newtown community has come together this past couple of weeks for them, and it's great to see such how much support uh, we can offer that family. Tremendous family, without a doubt. Big Mike Shelley is a tremendous human being, always willing to help with time and any type of assistance that the Boosters Clubs needs, and uh, he's been a big supporter of ours. Very grateful for his help. Bryson Hill is in the shotgun formation with Prater to his left. Fakes the handoff, fires over the middle. That ball is intended for Amari Harvey, broken up by Alden Mathis. Good coverage there, Alden Mathis. Looked like Harvey, I don't know, a slant, deep slant there. Now, or deep post, excuse me, and... Mathis gets his hand in there. Referee <laughs> looked like a, a little pick there by the referee, but Mathis was able to get his hand in there. Incomplete. Fourth down and six, and the Seminoles' offense remains on the field. 2-12 on the clock. Clock is stopped in the third quarter. Fourth and six. Ball to 38 of Marple Newtown. Bryson Hill in the shotgun. Prater to his left. One wide receiver near. Three far. It's a screen, and it's intercepted. It's intercepted by Alden Mathis. He breaks tackle, and he is brought down inside Seminole territory by Bryson Hill. Wow, the future Richmond Spider. University of Richmond is getting a tremendous baseball player in Alden Mathis, but that was an awesome interception, Steve. Wow. They try to set up the screen there. Tips off the receiver's hands into the breadbasket of Alden Mathis. He takes it down the side, tries to cut it back, but a nice touchdown-saving tackle there by the seminal player. And the Tigers are in great, a great spot here, great field position right outside the 30-yard line. All right, 2-0-2 on the clock in the third. Ball is at the 33-yard line of Florida High. Paoletti gets the snap. Hands it off to Marlon Weathers. Weathers going far side of the field, and he will walk into the end zone. Six points. Marlon Weathers from 33 yards out. 152, 12-0 Tigers. And just like that, this high-powered offense takes it into the end zone behind that offensive line and the running of Marlon Weathers. And it set up by that turnover. Turnovers have been key tonight, Jim. Tigers capitalize off this one. 12-0, pending the extra point. His mom, Tracy, was on the flight down with me. She was so happy to be coming down here. She was so excited. I can only imagine her excitement in the stands watching her son deliver six points to her and the Marple Newtown faithful that are with us here tonight at Field 18. So, just before the point after touchdown attempt, we have some personnel changes. Coach Dicking walking onto the field. They might stay in in the offensive huddle and uh, try to go up by two scores with another. Yeah, it looks like they're going to go for it. He's still on the field. He's got Jealous and Mathis behind him. Going to go for two. Man puts in motion, and it's Alden Mathis on the pass. Ball's, ball's picked off, actually. Great defensive play by Amari Harvey. It's not returnable, but that is tremendous pass defense, Steve. And, and we go back to miss, miss extra points. That you're chasing points now. You're up two scores now, but you don't want something like that to haunt you. But the way this defense is playing, that's the last thing that Coach Jickens is worrying about. 
Uh, up two scores now with this stifling defense led by Harry Gicking. Tigers are in good shape. Tremendous. So, with 152 remaining in the third quarter, it's Marple Newtown 12, Florida High 0. Beautiful night here. It's definitely, as you can see on the live stream, it's it's definitely uh, now past that that moment of duskness. It's, it's it's night out. It's dark. Lights are nice and bright here. We're at a beautiful vantage uh, vantage point, and the vantage point you see on your stream is exactly where we are. We're we're actually just to the right of our cameraman Ryan Ayers, and. Uh, this is just a beautiful vantage point because we don't need binoculars, although maybe I do because I've botched a couple of numbers tonight, but a beautiful, beautiful vantage point. We're a that little has nothing further. to do with your age, Jim? Maybe. Who knows? Um, <laughs> but here we are. Gorgeous night. Florida High's band is rocking. They got their cheerleaders here. Looks terrific. I love it. Riley Philman in. To kick off after the Marlin Weathers 33-yard touchdown run. Philman's punt is high end over end. And it's fielded at the 17 by Javen Morgan. Great coverage there. And there is a penalty marker. There is a penalty marker. That looks like that's going to go against Marple Newtown. That's a shame. Can't have that after a nice coverage tackle there by Jack Fallows initially. Now flag it, so we'll see who it's on. It looks like, yeah, as you said, it's going to be on Marple Newtown. So, I mean, you score a touchdown. They start and around their 30 yards. another penalty line. at the far side of the football field. So we're going to have two penalties right now on Marple Newtown. The far side judge is coming over from the other side of the field. So now the ball is at the Florida High 45 on sportsmanlike conduct. So two unsportsmanlike conducts. One is going to be against a player for Marple Newtown. The other one is going to be on the sideline, Steve. Not giving your defense a lot here to work with. But, hey, they've been in this situation all night long. And look at the scoreboard. Zero points they've given up. But, I mean, how much longer can that last? I mean, this defense has to be tired. They've been playing their hearts out. And what a turn of events. 12-0 Marple Newtown on two Marlin Weather, Weathers rushing touchdowns. 145 in the third. First and 10 at the Marple Newtown 40. Bryson Hill rolls out. Passes. Ball is hits him right in the numbers. Number 61. Correction number 81, Andre Light, Lightborn, and he drops the pass. So fortunate for the Tigers. Hill finds a soft spot in the defense, delivers a strike, but in now the hands of the receiver. Ball's at the 40, second down and 10. Ball's at the Marple Newtown's 40, 140 in the third. Bryson Hill under center, and he, he hands the ball off to Kevin Sawyer. Sawyer, when he gets the ball, trips up. It's tripped up a little bit. No tackler. He falls down. Ball's going to be down at the 40-yard line once again of Marple Newtown. Third down and 10 after those series of events. 
Third and 10, 116, 115, 114. Clock continues to tick in the third. Bryson Hill is in the shotgun. Kevin Sawyer to his right. He's got two wide receivers, one on either side. Ball is snapped. He's looking. Fires over the middle. Ball is intended for number two, Javen Morgan. Looks like he just stopped running, Steve. Yeah, it's going to bring up fourth down and ten. Just under a minute to go, and Florida High is going to punt it away. Even though they're down 12-0, uh, they're going to play the field position battle and p- try to pin Marple Newtown. So good decision there by Coach Hickman. Sam Cost into kick, kick on fourth and ten at the Marple Newtown 40. And Jim, once again, defense put in a bad spot, and they come up huge for the Tigers. Aaron Diamond in punt return position for Marple Newtown. Watch the fake here. What a tremendous kick by Cost. He's been doing it all night. Yeah. Tremendous for that young man. Beautiful kick. It's down by Florida High at the one. Wow. Some scores around the Central League, Jim. Uh, looks like Haverford is leading Chester 20 to nothing. The Tigers will see the Fords later in the season. Uh, Ridley is up 19 to 7 at the half. Again, most of these games in the Central League are at halftime due to the 7 o'clock start time. We started at 6 o'clock, so we're about to enter the fourth quarter here. Upper Darby up 16-0 right at the half. Tremendous, Steve. Thank you for those scores. 48 seconds remaining in the third quarter here. Marple Newtown 12, Florida High 0, first and 10. Ball is at the 1 after a tremendous special teams play by Florida High and Sam Cost. Paoletti goes under center. Paoletti is going to keep looking for some breathing room. He's going to pick up two yards, tackled by a bunch of Seminoles. Tigers, dangerous territory here, but get a little breathing room. See, they might have to run one more play here before we enter the fourth quarter. 22 seconds and counting. See when they spotted that ball and wind that play clock. But yeah, they're going to have to run one more play here before they enter the fourth quarter. Second down, Jim. Second and eight. Five, four, three, two, one. And there's not going to be a play in this. That That is it. Not going to be another play in that third quarter. So, Steve, it looks like we're headed to the fourth quarter. Marple Newtown 12, Florida High 0. First play of the fourth quarter is going to be a second down and eight. It'll be at the Marple Newtown 3. Come explore the possibilities at Anthony's at Paxson. Whether planning a wedding or grabbing a bite to eat, Anthony's at Paxson has you covered. The remodeled restaurant and patio deck allows customers to enjoy the beautiful views of Paxson Hollow Country Club. Anthony's at Paxson's family-friendly environment has something for everyone. 
Their menu includes a variety of tasty appetizers, pizzas, cuisines, and entrees. And on Friday night, starting at 9 p.m., join DJ Jerry for music, drinks, and dancing. Located at Paxson Hollow Road in Broomall, be sure to reserve your seat at Anthony's at Paxson today by calling 610-353-0220, extension 3, or visit them online at www.anthonysatpaxson.com. Thank you, Steve. And thank you to Anthony's at Paxson and all of our sponsors. And we're going to wrap up all of our sponsors as we head into the fourth quarter. And at the end of the fourth quarter, at the end of the game, keep it right here. Don't shut down your stream. We'll have a presentation after the game of some MVPs and some different hardware that they're going to be handing out. So keep it right here at the end of the game. We're going to be starting the fourth quarter. Marple Newtown 12, Florida High 0, second down and 8 for the Tigers. Paoletti's in the shotgun, ball is spotted at the Marple Newtown 3. Paoletti in the shotgun, he gets the snap, he's looking, he fires. He just overthrew old Dash Dolgarian. Just out of the reach of his intended target, Dolgarian. Be third down and eight for the Tigers. Pinned inside their own territory. We're at the three yard line. We'll see what they can do here on third down, Jim. If not, they're going to have to punt this ball away. And again, Florida High will have great field position down 12 0. Third and eight. Fourth quarter, 11.55 on the clock. Ball is at the three. Paoletti in the shotgun. Weathers is behind him. He's got three wide receivers near. One far. Looking, he fires. Pass is caught by Dash Dolgarian. And there he goes. Out over the 40, the 50, 45, 40, 35, 30, 25, 20, 15, 10, 5. Touchdown, Markville Newtown. Penalty marker is down at the Tigers' 25 as Dolgarian walks into the end zone. And that was a 97-yard pass and catch. However, we have a penalty marker down at the 25. I saw a Tiger defender that hit in the back, so I'm not sure what what could have been. And if there was a penalty, that's a it's a terrible mistake there because Delgari wasn't getting caught by anybody. Uh, but there you go. When in doubt, third and eight, they go back to that hammer screen, and another flag on the field here. But let's not take let's not let this take away from Dolgarian. His effort there, breaking through tacklers, running down into the end zone. Flags, two flags on the field, but no call yet. And the Tigers just about to put this game away with a huge, huge play there. Now I don't know. I, I believe that the first penalty is going against going against Marple Newtown. I don't know who the second penalty is against. So we'll see what the head referee calls here. Unsportsmanlike conduct after the play called against Florida High. Wow, so what a turn I, of events. I saw the block in the back, but as on, I guess they call that even if you're on the, you're the defender. Just safety reasons. They, they shove someone in the back. Um, so... Great job by the Tigers there. I'm sure that um, I think that penalty is enforced maybe on the kickoff. 
Wow. What a turn of events. Coach Kicking's huddled up with his special teams unit and the head referee. It looks like the side judge. I'm not really sure what's well, going what on. What he's telling him is keep your composure. You're up 18 nothing now. Keep your composure. No need to get stupid penalties. You want to come out of this game unscathed with no penalties, no suspensions. Okay, so the first penalty was a block in the back. That's going to be tacked on during the kickoff. The other penalty was unsportsmanlike conduct. So into attempt to point after touchdown out of a Joey Keffer hold is number one, Riley Philman. That kick is no good. Goes wide left and it's low. So, with 11 minutes, 35 seconds, Florida high zero. For the past 30 years, Gillen and Associates have been providing clients with a wide, a wide range of legal services. It's been a long day up here, Jim. Woo! Newtown Square resident Dave DePasqua is at your service with concentrations in estate administration, estate planning, and civil litigation. He is ready to serve your legal needs. Located in media, Gillen and Associates assist in Delaware County and other surrounding counties in the Philadelphia metropolitan area. To schedule a free consultation, call 610-565-2211. That's 610-565-2211. It has been a long day. But you know what, Steve? Joe Buck doesn't do his own live reads, right? So it's a heavy lifting on our part, but we're getting it done. It's always it's always better and bearable when your squad's up eighteen to nothing, eleven thirty-five remaining in the fourth. The ball is going to be spotted after those penalties inside Florida High Territory, and, you know, at, the thirty. At this point you do an onside kick here. You might be up eighteen nothing, but you can't kick it deep. It's gonna be a squib or something. But you don't want to kick it in the end zone because the ball's going to just be right at the 35. All right, so here's Philman waiting for his special teams unit to be in position, waiting for the call from Coach Gicking. We have a substitution coming on in the field for Florida High. And it does take an odd bounce, but it's fielded by Florida High. I don't think that was, um, you know, I mean, they, they, they did exactly what they intended to do, right? You're going to put a wacky bounce yeah, I mean, on that. Yeah, you're up 18-0, and maybe don't you know, show some class and not give it an onside kick there. So I understand that. I mean, you really couldn't do much. But good decision by Coach Gicking, a little dribbler, squib kick, and takes a couple of nice bounces, but fielded well by Florida High. And they're going to take over here, down 18-0, 11.32 to go in this ball game, Jim. Absolutely. First and 10 from the 12-yard line of Florida High. Number 15, the quarterback for the Seminole Bryson Hill. He's in shotgun. Gets the snap. Throws it to his right. He has Will Hagler out in the flat. Doesn't get much. Looks like no gain where the spot is. Tigers have done a great job tonight containing him. Will Hagler, great player for the Florida High Seminoles. 
but as I said, the defense is on a great. I mean, the defense all around, spectacular job with the type of field position they had their backs against. Excellent. 10.57, 10.56, 10.55, and the fourth clock is ticking. Bryson Hill, he passes complete. He's got Will Hagler on that far sideline. And wow, that almost looked like that was going for six, Steve. Yeah, you can't be content you're the Tigers. I mean, I know this defense isn't content whatsoever, but 18 nothing, a little quiet in here. A lot of air has been taken out as far to high sideline. But this game is far from over here. Um, I mean, you got 10.30 remaining, three Tw- scores. And I mean, a lot can happen. 23-yard gain on that pass and catch ball at the 35. First and 10 for the Seminoles. 10-28, 10-27, Bryson Hill in the shotgun. Gets the snap. Looking, looking. He keeps. He's going to be met and hit first. By A.J. Katrakatsis. A.J. has a great job there at the linebacker position. Comes up and meets the ball carrier, quarterback Bryson Hill. I think they're going to try to set up an option there. He kept it. And nice job there by the linebacker, junior linebacker, A.J. Katrakatsis. Gain of two to the 37, second down, correction. Second down and eight, ball at the 37-yard line. Bryson Hill in the shotgun. Three wide receivers all the way to his right on the near side. He passes immediately to number four, Kevin Sawyer. Sawyer is tackled in the backfield by Kyle Tobin. Kyle Tobin, defensive end, runs like a safety there. Gets off the tackle and meets the ball carrying the back of the fi- back for a loss of yards. Great loss, job there by Kyle Tobin. Loss of three. So the ball's now at the 34. Third down and 11. 9.07, 9.06, 9.05 in the fourth. The clock is running. Bryson Hill in the backfield, but we have a timeout on the field. Seminoles call timeout. What do you got, Steve? Let me uh, get in one of our new sponsors here. You've heard about them, but we're going to talk about them again. Rothman Institute. I just went there, Steve. Phenomenal. Dr. Emper take a, took a look at my knee. He knew I blew out my knee. Guy's a Harvard graduate, too. Unbelievable. Super smart. I went there. You know, they're the official orthopedic partner, not only of Villanova and St. Joe's Universities, but the Phillies, the Eagles, the Flyers, and your Trust the Process 76ers. For more information or to schedule an appointment, you visit RothmanInstitute.com. You can schedule an appointment right online. That's what I did, Steve. That's how I got hooked up with the great Dr. Emperor at Rothman. Or you can give them a call. Phone number's on the website. Head over to MarpleNewtownFootball.com. For more information, click right on the big R on the right side of our website. So, Steve, I've been standing all night. I might need to see Dr. Emperor when we get home. My knee's a little iffy right now. I'm all right. Nine minutes remaining in the fourth quarter. Third and 11. Ball to 34. 18 to nothing. Marple Newtown over Florida High. So we had a timeout on the field by the Seminoles. Eight twenty-six Eastern here. Bryson Hill in the shotgun. Gets the snap. Looking, looking. 
He fires over the middle, and he has Will Hagler on the long reception. Hagler again, middle of the field for a seminal first down, Jim. They're going to start to run some hurry up. They don't have a lot of time left. 8.52, clock stops as a chain crew tries to reset. 33-yard gain on that. Nice. Look for the Seminoles to open up their playbook a little bit more here. First and 10 at the Marple Newtown 39. Kevin Sawyer gets the handoff, and he's running. He finds an open hole. He's at the 20. He's now at the 15, the 10, 5. Kevin Sawyer with the Florida high touchdown from 39 yards out. 8.30 remaining in the fourth quarter. As we Steve. Ta- as we talked about, the game's far from over. Uh, this defense has done an outstanding job all night. But, I mean, just arm tackles right there is a sign. Of, they're just tired. They're gassed. I mean, we're in the, we're in the summer heat of Florida. Uh, but they, they did their job most of the night there. But right there, poor tackling. Leads to a touchdown, but you got to give a lot of credit to Sawyer. Great run there. He bounced outside, cuts back inside. Pure determination. And the Seminoles, just like that, are on the board, Jim. Sam Cost to attempt the point after touchdown. Out of a Bryson Hill hold. Snap, kick, up. Splits the uprights. It's good. Marple Newtown, 18. Florida High, 7 with 8.30. 8 minutes, 30 seconds remaining in the fourth quarter. Interesting turn of events. This is when, Steve, when Marple Newtown needs to become Nebraska. I think that we're going to see a heavy dose of Marlon Weathers coming up. And, and let's face it, we've had tremendous success with the the junior tailback. Yeah, I mean, on this possession here, I mean, yeah, watch for an onside, and there's a lot of time left, but 18-7, um, to 7, 8.30 to go. Two-possession game. I don't expect them to stay on the ground the whole time, but keep it honest, balanced, and you know you got to chew up that clock, Jim. The clock is is in your favor, so you know they don't have much time left down by two touchdowns. And in Coach Kicking's repertoire, he he does have a lot of short passes that are really like handoffs. So expect to see that swing passes, passes in the flat, maybe some screens, the hammer screen. Fourth quarter, ladies and gentlemen, Jim Alsman, Steve Reynolds, Tigers Radio Network. 8.30 remaining in the fourth. Marple Newtown, 18, Florida High, 7. They just scored from 39 yards out. Number 21, Sam Cost, kicking off for the Seminoles. Jealous and Weathers in kickoff return position for Marple Newtown. Kick is up high and over end. It's going to go out of bounds. So Cost has been tremendous up until this point. Maybe they didn't want Weathers to have any type of return opportunity, but that will be a penalty. Marple Newtown will start this drive from their own 35-yard line. As we talked about, use that clock to your advantage of your coach kicking in this offense. Expect a few runs by... Number three, Anthony Paoletti on this drive. But, hey, they're not going to be conservative here. They're going to keep the offense open, open playbook here. Because, hey, it's only a two-possession game. They would love to get some more points on the board. 
All right, first and ten for Marple Newtown from their own 35. Eight minutes, 30 seconds on the clock, fourth quarter. Paoletti is in the backfield. Shotgun. Weathers is behind him. Hands it off to Marlon Weathers. Weathers gets a few, but he's tackled by Rudy Blass. Good job there by Blass to come up and make a tackle on tough running back Marlon Weathers. Uh, eight, ten and count in this game, Jim. Again, Marlboro Newtown, no hurry here. Take time with their substitutions or play calls. Plenty of time to break that huddle here. But again, you can't be content. You can't be too conservative here in a two-possession game. Gain of one. Ball at the 36. Second down to nine. 7.53. 7.52. 7.51 on the clock. Paoletti gets the snap. Throws it. Has Riley Philman down the near side of the field. In coverage is Kevin Sawyer. That was just overthrown by a hair, Steve. I mean, that's a good diving effort there by Philman. Uh, just threw his arms, threw his hands there. Clock does stop, unfortunately, but, I mean, third down and nine here. Tigers, I mean, I, I, a safe play here. You don't want to throw it, have the clock stop. Expect a screen, some type of you know, middle running back screen, bubble, spot pass, something short pass. But something that's going to stay in bounds if they don't pick up the first down to keep the clock running before they have to punt it. Paoletti in the shotgun. Weathers behind him. He puts Diamond in motion. Paoletti looking. That ball is deflected as Paoletti throws it by so, number 12, T.J. Rozier. Just Great play. Was, yeah, just what I was saying. We're on a screen. Something safe. Well, that's the worst case scenario you can do. You try to run something safe there. If you get tackled, clock keeps running. Uh, you make them burn a timeout, but a great defensive player by the defensive lineman of Florida High. Yeah, now the clock Rosen. stops. And by, from when they scored to now, not even a minute has gone off the clock. They scored at 8.30. It's 7.38 to go where they're punting it away. Great job defensively by the Seminoles. Rozier makes a real nice play for Florida High. Philman punting. And that's not going to be returnable as it floats out of bounds on the far side of the football field. That's out of bounds at the Florida High 45-yard line. If you're at home watching this game right now, stay tuned. Far from over. 7.31 to go. Marple Newtown leads 18-7. Florida High once again. Excellent field position. At their own 45-yard line, Jim. 7.31 in the fourth. Marple Newtown 18. Florida High 7. Break the huddle. Bryson Hill in shotgun. Two wide receivers near, one far. He asks for the snap. He gets it. He's looking. And he passes complete to number 17, Logan Brooks. He's hit immediately. By Marple Newtown's Luke Cantwell. Savvy play there by Brooks to get out of bounds. Clock stops at 7.23. Ball at midfield, Jim. Uh, if you're the Seminoles, you're in your two-minute offense. Uh, ball's out of bounds, so they're not in a hurry-up right now. They can take their time in the huddle. But, I mean, you're down two scores. you got to get on the ball, make your calls at the line, and get this offense moving. 
7.23 on the clock. Here's the snap. Bryson Hill passes to Will Hagler. Hagler brought down by Jack Fallows, one of the captains. Well, spot pass outside there, Jim. Again, getting your playmakers in the open field. They get the first down, so the clock stops. Now they start it as the chains are set. It's been an excellent game tonight. Start off defensive battle, field position battle. Offense is a start to pick up late in the third into the fourth quarter here. First and ten. Ball's at the 44. Kevin Sawyer gets the handoff. Penalty marker is down. Sawyer gains about five. Penalty marker's down in the backfield. Call is Call's going to be against Florida High, and that's a hold. The Sawyer kid can run the ball. We don't have we don't have their grades listed here on the roster, but he does have a bright future, whether it's another year as a seminal or in college. Uh, this this kid can run the ball, and uh, that's what you want out of a running back. But as you saw there, penalty is going to set them back 10 yards from the spot of the fail. 6.49 here left in the game, Jim. Tremendous. It's going to be first and 20, Steve, after that penalty. Back in Florida high territory at the 46-yard line. First and 20 at the 46. Bryson Hill in the shotgun. Gets the snap. He's rolling, rolling. Ball was intended for Christian Candidate, but that sails over his head. Incomplete. Tigers have been getting a lot of pressure tonight on the quarterback, Bryson Hill, but no sacks. Um, Can't tell you the last time this defense hasn't recorded a sack but nonetheless as i said pressure you know sometimes just as good as forces hill to throw an errant pass right out of bounds here clock does stop 635 second and 20 here for the seminoles offense down by 11 points jim ball at the florida high 46 second and 20 bryson hill's in the shotgun asked for the snap he gets it he's looking he's looking fires over the middle that ball is intended for number 34, Emery Laird. Tommy Tobin right there, asked to run with the slot receiver. Not always easy. He does a good job there, running hip-to-hip with him. Ball sounds incomplete. So big third down here, and it looks like there's going to be a timeout on the field here, Jim. Time water out, break. Timeout on the field, a water break. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, I know I mentioned it before, but don't forget Oakmont Pub and Restaurant located in Havertown, my hometown, Steve. The Oakmont Pub and Restaurant serves up great American cuisine. For daily specials, visit them online at theoakmontpub.com. Go in and say hi to my really good friend and neighbor, Brendan Goggin. We also want to give a shout-out to our friends from Sports, Stream Sports. Nathan Connell, Ryan Ayers, and Chris Mills helping us work the broadcast. We appreciate all their help. From KSA Events, Nikki Lippold, she's been doing it awesome job with helping us all throughout this process. I've been working with her for almost uh, seven or eight months. She's just been doing a tr- tremendous job. It takes many people to put this together, Steve. I mean, the hospitality here is great. And You mentioned Ryan and Chris Stream uh, Sports doing an <laughs> outstanding job providing this coverage. And For the fans at home, this isn't the only game we're going to have streamed live. Uh, I mean, the rest of the season, 
by the Tigers Radio Network. We're going to have a live streaming broadcast, Jim. Live streaming broadcast. The Tigers Radio Network has teamed up with Stretch Internet, our partners, based out of Arizona. And they're going to provide us with a tremendous broadcast portal that you can access on MarpleNewtownFootball.com. Just go to the Tigers Radio Network tab. Third and 20 at the 46, Bryson Hill. He gets the snap. He's rolling, rolling to his right. He fires and finds number two, Javen Morgan. Good job there by Bryson Hill to find Morgan. He rolls, surveys the field, and doesn't see anything, dumps it off. And uh, Morgan does a good job picking up some good yardage there. And it's going to bring up fourth down at about five. Clock is running 6.05 and counting. Uh, but definitely four down territory if you're the Seminoles. All right. So, fourth down and four, ball at the Marple Newtown 38, 540, 553, 552, 551. Bryson Hill asks for the snap. He gets it. He's looking, fires very quickly to number nine, Will Hagler. And Hagler, from 38 yards out, finds the end zone touchdown, Seminoles. And just like that, we have ourselves a five-point ball game pending the extra point. I mean, the tides have turned here at the ESPN Wide World of Sports Complex in Kissimmee, Florida, Jim. And it looks like they're going to go for two here. I mean, that would be the the smart decision to do, go down by three points. But a lot of time here, 540 to go. This Tiger defense, I've been praising them on back-to-back drives. They let up big plays. But, again, they're tired and... This is big right here. All right. Again, we go back to chasing points, but now they have an opportunity to pull within three. Two-point conversion coming up. Bryson Hill has the ball. He's rolling to his right, firing. Ball is short. Drops just in front of the Seminole wide receiver. That was intended for number four, Kevin Sawyer. Terrific player. Suffering from back or neck pain, injury, or headaches? The Advanced Chiropractic Center and Dr. Tom Graziano have been serving the Marple Newtown community and Delaware County residents for over 15 years. Dr. Tom Graziano enjoys helping his patients without drugs or surgery. He takes a general approach, utilizes current techniques, and several massage therapists are on staff. Advanced Chiropractic Center accepts all kinds of insurances, including most HMOs as well as accident cases. It's a mission of the Advanced Chiropractic Center to take their time with all their patients and give them the care they deserve. If you have a question, just mention that you heard about Dr. Tom Graziano from the Tigers Radio Network or Marple Newtown Football for a free consultation by calling 610-356-2300 or visit drtomgraziano.com. Excellent. Thank you, Steve. So, 5.40 remaining in the fourth quarter. Sam Cost will kick off momentarily for Florida High. I will appreciate the uh, commercial breaks next week, Jim, and the rest of the season. These live reads are, uh, are something else. <laughs> this is difficult. Cost's kick. High, end over end. Jealous. Attempts to field it at the 15. He gets it at the 14. He picks it up, and he starts to run. Jealous breaks free of a tackler. He's eventually brought down at about the 31-yard line. Great 
Right tackle. Looks like by number 16, Cam Cooper. So Luke Jellis doing a great job tonight. Again, coming out party for the junior running back and linebacker. A little mishap there, but he picks it up. Decent field position for the Tigers to start here. Up by five, 18-13, 5.31 to go, Jim. First and ten. Paoletti puts Dash Dolgarian in motion. He gets the snap, and he keeps. Here comes Paoletti trying to push his way through two defenders. And that's a great first down play right there. QB keep up the middle. If you're one-on-one Anthony Paoletti, <laughs> your best option is to duck and get out of the way. Amari Harvey and DJ Robinson combined for the stop, but not before a gain of about five. The clock Six. running down is important here, Jim, but first downs are your best friend if you're the Tigers. You need Second the first downs. Paoletti gets the snap. He's keeping again. Paoletti pushing the crowd forward. He's got blockers in front of him. He's brought down and hit first by Amari Harvey. They can't stop him. I mean, in a situation like this with a lead, having to chew out time on the clock, Anthony Paoletti is your go-to guy. You, you, you don't risk an exchange. Don't risk a pass. Give it to number three. Let him lower his shoulder and pick up a first down. He just did that in two plays. Clock is running 433 and counting in the ball game, Jim. Gain of seven. Ball at the 44-yard line. First and ten. Paoletti asks Riley Philman to go in motion. He hands the ball off to Marlon Weathers, who's met in the backfield by Brendan Mills for a loss. So they meet Marlon Weathers in the back from <clears throat> zone read right there. Nothing doing. Second and 12. Clock is running, though. We're approaching four minutes. 3.59 and counting. Tigers up five, Jim. Loss of three. Second and 13 at the 41-yard line of Marple Newtown. 349, 348, 347 as the clock ticks in the fourth quarter. Paoletti puts Riley Philman in motion. Gets the snap, looking, fires immediately. Pass intended for Aaron Diamond. Very dangerous. Clock stops there. They tried to set up a quick wide receiver pass. And... Dangerous, but could have been worse. Could have been intercepted. Third, 3.36 remaining. Third and 13 here. Again, in the area of a screen play, a hammer screen, bubble, running back screen. I mean, something here, something safe. Again, if you don't, you don't pick up a first down, at least the clock stops. But what you don't want here is the incomplete pass. Clock stopped at 3.30. And you have to punt it away. You at least want to be under three minutes if you have to punt this ball away. Ball at the Marble Newtown, 41, third and 13. As Paoletti directs his troops, we have a timeout on the field. Timeout, Marple Newtown. Good timeout here. It's a huge, huge down here for the Tigers. So we'll keep it right here. Steve, I got the next one. Ladies and gentlemen, let me tell you about Farber and Farber Law Offices of Broomall, your hometown law firm located across from the Broomall Post Office. Shell Farber, our buddy, friend of the program and radio network, is a class of 
1974 Marple Newtown graduate. He knows the importance of service to our client, to his clients. He can help you navigate your personal injury, your work injury, disability, or employment legal issues. He gets results helping you understand the process. Call him at no charge, 610-356-3900. 610-356-3900. Steve, back to live action. Three minutes, 36 seconds after the timeout. Fourth quarter, Marple Newtown has the ball. So I say, excellent timeout by Coach Gicking. Gather your thoughts. Get the guys a water break. Huge third down and 13 play for both teams. Tigers get a first down here. They're on their way to a victory. Um, Seminoles stop here. They're going to get the ball back with plenty of time left, only down by five points. All right, 3.36 in the fourth. Third and 13 for Marple Newtown from their own 41. Paoletti in the backfield with Marlon Weathers. Gets the snap. He's looking, serving. He fires. He has dash. Dogarian, no! On the near sideline, he just has it on his fingertips. Would have been six points. There is a penalty marker down. And that, and Number that, three, that um, is huge for the Tigers. It's wow. going to be unsportsmanlike conduct called against Amari Harvey. And Steve, I got to tell you, I'm not sure what he saw. I'm trying to be as objective as possible. I, I didn't see it either, but supposedly they grabbed Dolgarin after the play. Again, a lot of chirping back and forth. Unfortunate for the Seminoles if this is on them because, and let's see, they're going to call it sports and Mike. Yeah, on the Seminoles, and, and that's huge. That's difficult. You feel bad for a kid like that, but you got you got to shake it off, go on to the next play. But that's heartbreaking for the Seminoles. I mean, they were going to get the ball back with three minutes left, down by five. All the momentum in the world on their side. And now it's a Tigers first down. They might not see the ball again. What a, tur- what a turn of events. What a turn and of events. To go back to the play, great route by Dolgarian. Beautiful throw by Paoletti. I mean, that was touchdown. And unlike Dash Dolgarian, just didn't look it in all the way. But nonetheless, Tigers first down and 10 across the 50-yard line. In the 40, at the 44. First and 10, 3.30 on the clock. Paoletti gets the handoff, and he's going to keep it. Paoletti up through the middle. Unbelievable. He dragged, he drug about three guys with him. He's eventually brought down by number 12, T.J. Rozier. Chugga, chugga, choo, choo. The freight train, Anthony Paoletti goes. Great run there from the QB keeper on first down. Picks up seven. Three minutes approaching. 3.04 and counting for the Tigers. And nothing will be more sweet than coming down to Florida and getting a victory tonight. You can't stop the show. Paoletti, the future Blue Hen, making a big move right there. 2.47, 2.46 on second and three at the 34. Paoletti gets a snap. He's going to keep again. He gets a couple blockers, but it wasn't enough. Brendan, Brendan Mills makes a nice play to break that up. Everyone in Kissimmee, down in the parks, back at home in Philadelphia, knew Anthony Paley was getting that carry. The Seminoles do a good job there of stopping him for no gain. Correction on that previous spot. Now the ball's at the 36. It's third down and three. 208, 207, 206 as the clock ticks. 
Marple Newtown 18, Florida High 13. Third and three. Ball at the 36-yard line. Paoletti has an empty backfield. Now he brings Marlon Weathers. He's going to hand it off to Weathers, and Weathers is going to stretch the field all the way to the other side. He stutter steps. He's wrapped up by Kevin Sawyer. Great play. Timeout on the field. 143 on the clock. That's all right. You don't get a first down. He tried to stretch out. Nothing was doing up the middle, so he bounced it. But you forced Florida High to take a timeout here. And if I'm Coach Gick, I'm going for this. I mean, can you punt it away maybe? I mean, the way your defense was playing, it's a tough decision here. But you got two yards to go here. You can close this game out. You know, looking at the replay right now, Steve, Weathers may have had an opportunity to make a hard left and go right up the field. Um, don't understand running towards the sideline, but he was doing the best he can with the vision he had. I understand that. This is an interesting play, but I think that Marple Newtown's in that sweet spot. You're not going to check. You're not going to do a time. You're not going to do a field goal, and you're not going to punt it away. You have an opportunity. Might net 15 yards, which in the case of this game, five point uh, five point game, that 15 yards can make a huge difference. But I, with three yards to go, you got to trust in your guys up front. You got to go for this. So at least bring the offense out to draw them offside, without a doubt. Okay. Maybe you take a delay game. Maybe you punt it from there. But if you're running any play, number three should be the only one touching the ball. Well, we'll see if. And I don't care if everyone knows that. We'll see if Steve is right. A little Nostradamus. Paoletti has an empty backfield. They are doing a jailbreak front on that defense. And unbelievable. We have a penalty marker. That is close. And that's close. I'm not sure. They're probably going to call it a Marple Newtown because it was simultaneous. Now, the way I'm reacting but with, the, with the, the, our, our coaching staff, it looks like that's against Marple Newtown. Unbelievable. <laughs> wow. It's against Florida High. That it's against Florida huge. High. I guess I guess the other coaching staff was just remaining. Marble Newtown was remaining calm. It was Steve, simultaneous. It was tough. It's very close. The referees having a lot of tough calls here tonight. First down. Huge Ball break is, for the Tigers. And again, it's that hard count. Ball is on the 31. Nobody does it better than number three. Paoletti, empty backfield. Jailbreak coming on that defense. Here comes Weathers. Handed off to Weathers. And Marlins met right at the line of scrimmage and driven back. Yeah, no need for this ball to go in the air. And I'm not sure how many timeouts Florida High has. I think a one or two, but they're not using one. They might have... They have the fact that they're not using any, they might not have any left. Again, now, Steve, you can't see it on the scoreboard. We don't have our full crew, so, you know, look, it's more important for us to pay the bills than to keep track of timeouts and stats. But if we had our regular booth, Eric Kelling would be our man keeping track of all that stuff. But I don't think that they have any timeouts, Steve. 106, 105, 104, 103, just under a minute. Second and 10 at the 31. Paoletti gets the snap, and he runs. He gets it inside the 30. Okay, so Florida High does have a timeout left. Ladies and gentlemen, don't forget, when the game is over, we're going to keep it right here. There's some presentations on the field. We'll also ask that 
at the end of the game, you take a look at our website. We have many great sponsors that help bring this presentation to you, especially our new sponsors this year. Rothman Institute, Oakmont Pub and Restaurant, Farber and Farber Law Firm of Brumall, Swiss Farms. Head over to our website, check out all of our sponsors on the right side of the webpage. You'll see many other sponsors that help make this possible. We are so happy to have you with us tonight. Tremendous game. 54 seconds remaining. Marple Newtown is on the 29-yard line. Second down and eight coming out, coming up at the end of the timeout. And Jim, we want to tell our listeners back in <clears throat> Broomall, Marple Newtown, Philadelphia area. Next week, the Tigers will open up at home. Season home opener against Pencrest, Central League play, and an unveiling of the new, brand-new football field, state-of-the-art football field and track that was just redone. Uh, you got to come out and see it. We hope a, we see a huge crowd next week for the Tigers' home opener against Pencrest. Love to see you there. But if you can't join us, head over to MarpleNewtownFootball.com. Second and eight, 54 seconds remaining. Paoletti gets the snap. He's going to keep. He runs up the field. Diving for the 25-yard line. He reaches about the 26. A penalty marker comes flying in. Clock stopped at 44 seconds. Personal fouls called against Marple Newtown. That's horrendous. And a a situation with 44 seconds left, up by five. That cannot happen. Coach Gicking is going to choose someone out of film. This weekend, because that, I mean, that's just, I mean, again, it's the first game of the year. You learn from your mistakes, but it just can't happen in a situation like this. And now it's fourth down. Now you got to punt it. So you go from where you could possibly go for it and just close this game out. Up by five. Now you're giving the Seminoles an opportunity to score points and win this game. All right. Now the clock was running. It's now down to 39 seconds. I'm not so sure that the clock should have that the clock should have wound at that spot. 44 seconds, so they're going to put time back on the clock. Shouldn't have wound for Steve Giordano back in PA, who always gets on us about the clock. Even here at a world-class facility, sometimes athletic operations go awry and mistakes happen. Fourth down and 20 coming up. Wiley Philman's in the punt for Marple Newtown. Ball's at the 40. And it looks like the Seminoles are uh, set up for a return here. Philman, punt. Nice punt. It's going to be fielded at the 10. And number four, Kevin Sawyer, is brought down by Luke Jealous. And a penalty marker is down. Another penalty down on the field and not not good if you're the Tigers. Not good. Again, free yards, 
free yards there. But, uh, I mean, Luke Jealous, we're going to call his name a lot this season, but a great game by him coming in and making a tackle there. Steve, Steve, that's a tough one. Unsportsmanlike called against Marple Newtown. I think we've had five, maybe six in this game between both teams. I guess you can cough it up to the first game, and it's it's, it's ugly, but... Um, Got to keep your composure, Jim. Both squads, when, when they go under film session with, with both these coaching staffs, uh, they're, they're going to... They're going to get an earful. There's no doubt about that. First and 10 at the 25-yard line, 33 seconds remaining in the game. Bryson Hill in shotgun with Prater to his right. Drops back. He's looking. He's looking. Bryson Hill fires. That ball was intended for Kevin Sawyer. He was right there, just overthrown. Great pressure there by Kyle Tobin there. Forces quarterback Bryson Hill to have to throw that ball into some coverage there good job by the Tigers defense 26 seconds remaining Hill can deliver we give a shout out to the Marple Junior Tigers football program they open up their season next Saturday against Rose Tree at Paxson Hollow second down and 10 26 seconds remaining in the game in the fourth quarter ball on the 25 second and 10 Bryson Hill Gets the snap, fires immediately to Kevin Sawyer. Sawyer's pushed out of bounds by Kevin Marone. Clock is stopped at 19 seconds. Ball's going to be spotted at the 35-yard line. So they get out of bounds. First down and 10 for the Seminoles. 19.7 seconds, Jim. Down by five. I mean, Seminoles are still alive. Ball's at the 36 with 19 seconds remaining. First and 10 at the 36. Hill has Prater to his right, his left. Snap, looking, looking, firing over the middle. It's a long pass, and it is caught by number nine, Will Hagler. Touchdown, Bryson Hill to Will Hagler with 10 seconds remaining on the clock. And the Seminole sideline is going wild here. But you can't blame anything but those penalties on something like this. Absolutely, Steve. Unfortunate for the Tigers, you got to regain your composure here. There's 10 seconds left. Anything can happen. But the heart and win has just been taken out of this entire sideline of Marple Newtown and all the fans that travel down here. Unfortunate, unfortunate circumstances that have just occurred here in Kissimmee as but far as said has just scored a touchdown. And I just said Bryson Hill could deliver. Guy's been throwing very well all night, doing a tremendous job, and they had no other choice but to go long. So Hill's back out with his offense. Florida High 19, Marple Newtown 18. They're going for two. Bryson Hill is a little floater. Defended well by Marple Newtown. That's broken up. Once again, that was intended for Will Hagler. So with 10 seconds, 10.3 seconds remaining on the clock. Florida High 19, Marple Newtown 18. I mean, Marple Newtown 18-0. 
in the fourth quarter and 19 unanswered points by the Seminoles. They did not quit. All right, 10.3 left in this game. Tigers are going to have an opportunity to get a kick return in and probably one play left to try to win this game. Absolutely, Steve. And we're looking at a, a shocked Marple Newtown sideline. Completely understood given those turn of events. But you got to hand it to the Seminoles. They were down, kept fighting. And that was a well-timed, long pass play. So here we go. Ten seconds remaining. 10.3 is the exact time on the clock. Fourth quarter. Kicking off, Sam Cost. Weathers and Jealous in kickoff return position for Marple Newtown. Expect a squib kick here, Jim. And it's low. Jealous from the 18. Jealous is going to keep. Time has expired. Ball was fumbled. Time has expired. Recovered by Florida High. The Seminoles are victorious. With no time left on the clock after a fumbled return, they recover. Florida High 19, Marple Newtown 18. I'll Steve. I'll tell you what, man. Heck of a game, heck of a venue here. This is devastating for the Tigers. They will recover, though. This means nothing. Trust me. They're going into a tough Central League schedule. We'll talk in November when this team's still standing deep into the playoffs. Nothing to be discouraged about. Learning points. They'll correct these things on Sunday in film. Unfortunate again for the Tigers, but a lot of credit goes to these Seminoles not giving up. It's never over. Damn, 18-0, they come back, they win 19-18. But again, the Tigers have nothing to be ashamed about. They came down here. They have a game on film. They're going to learn from them as a mistake, Jim. And I guarantee you, this team's going to be playing deep into the playoffs. Okay, it's going to be because of experiences like this. I'll take a team 7-3 and three into the playoffs with experience than a 10-0 team going in playing cupcakes all season. Agreed, Steve. You would know better than me as you play at a, at a high level. That's a tough one. That's an absolute tough one, a heartbreaker. Well, to those listening back in Tallahassee, if you're a Seminole fan, congratulations. A tremendous game. We loved bringing it to you. Tough season opener for the Tigers, but they, as Steve said, will recover. They'll host Pencrest in the home opener next Friday night at Crozier Keystone Stadium. We're going to keep it right here momentarily as there's some presentations that will be made on the field, some MVPs. While we wait, I'll ask you to go over to MarpleNewtownFootball.com. Eventually, a, an archive of this game will be up on our broadcast portal, brought to you by Stretch Internet. We, we ask you to follow us on Instagram and Twitter, at MNAthletics. All right? Next week, our game will be live video streamed. 
starting at 6.45 from Crozier Keystone Stadium. Greg Pecco and Steve Reynolds, Eric Deepentima, they'll have the call. We're going to head down to the field where Nikki Lippold from KSA is going to hand out some hardware. So DJ Robinson looks like he's the defensive MVP for Florida High. And the defensive MVP for Marple Newtown is Tommy Tobin. Will Hagler is the out. Offensive MVP for the Seminoles. And representing Marple Newtown as offensive MVP is Anthony Paoletti. And so the Seminoles get their hardware on a, on a tremendous win. Again, ladies and gentlemen, our stream will start next week at 6.45. Note the time time change. We started a little earlier this week. Next week, back to regular time, 6.45. You'll hear Greg Pecco, Steve Reynolds, Eric Deepentima. The rest of the crew will be back. We thank back in Pennsylvania Dave DePasqua, who handled our Twitter account tonight. Eric Kellen giving us some information, our statistician. All the guys from the Tigers Radio Network contributing to this, even though not all of them were here. Larry O'Connor, Jack Racine, Samuel Siderman, and everybody back home. We appreciate your viewership tonight. Once again, we ask that you join us at MarpleNewtownFootball.com in the next couple of days. We'll have statistics. Full recaps coming, courtesy of Dave DePasqua, later tonight on MarpleNewtownFootball.com. For Steve Reynolds, for the rest of the Tigers Radio Network, from our friends at Steve Stream Sports, Nathan Connell, Ryan Ayers, Chris Mills, Nikki Lippold of KSA. My name is Jim Alsman, executive producer of the Tigers Radio Network. It's been an honor and a privilege being with you this evening. We wish you a great weekend, and we'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to the Tigers Radio Network. Heard exclusively on MarpleNewtownFootball.com. This presentation of the Tigers Radio Network has been brought to you by The Philly Pretzel Factory, Dr. Tom Graziano and the Advanced Chiropractic Center, Home and Business Adjustment Company, Anthony's at Paxson, Gillen and Associates, Barnaby's of Havertown, DZO Mechanical, Ardell Landscaping, The Oakmont Pub and Restaurant, Farber and Farber Law Offices, The Marple Newtown Football Alumni Association, the Rothman Institute, Swiss Farms, and Zenith Public Adjusters. Be sure to follow us online at MarpleNewtownFootball.com and on Twitter and Instagram at MNTigers. The Tigers Radio Network broadcasts, both live and archived, are the exclusive property of the Tigers Radio Network Incorporated and are produced for the private use of our listening audience. No rebroadcast in full or in part is permitted without the express written consent of the Tigers Radio Network Incorporated. The Marble Newtown Football Boosters Club and the Tigers Radio Network appreciate your listenership. Go Tigers!